the street podcast where we talk about everything on and off the streets from automotive racing to personal growth recent events and debatable topics within the racing community and stories of personal life experiences are back now with episode five coming into the play uh today on this beautiful rainy sunday here and i am joined by the snake god himself the one and only austin adkins what's going on dude not much i uh, uh, appreciate you appreciate you coming down dude especially we we kind of talked about it going back and forth probably for like the last week or so and especially on short notice i'm super excited for you to you know take the time to come down here especially all the way as far south as i live and uh sit down talk and go over some things it was super cool like we were saying seeing you last night because uh, i was about to text you like i said it popped up on my calendar you're gonna come by today and uh catching you and some of the older uh og guys out at rs fuels was fucking super cool to see everybody i'm glad you guys are like still out and cruising around and seeing each other and uh being a part of that scene so you guys had started off at uh, Tinker, and I guess people started swinging. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's not something that we uh, really approve of. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but uh, um, I mean, if they're gonna do it, and we're in the area, we just we popped back there, and yeah, it's it's uh, dude. I feel like I've <laughs> talked about it every episode now because it is taking over the Oklahoma car yeah, it's, scene. It's ruining shit left and fucking right, yeah, dude. It's. Did you see at a streetcar takeover a few weeks ago? Uh, they had showed up with OCPD with like riot gear on. And one of my boys that <laughs> I used to know had a uh, 40 millimeter rubber uh, pellet fucking shooter mm-hmm. just chilling on his chest, dude. dude. I'm like, this is what it came from. Yeah. Because they've shown up to some of those uh, street takeovers, dude, and get like beer bottles thrown at them yeah, and I'm, fucking people flashing guns. And I mean, that guy, there was that story a couple, I think it was last year, the uh, the undercover that had actually gone to one of those events and the one of the people that was swinging didn't know he was an undercover and yeah. just started just attacking him yeah so yeah. dude it gets reckless those people do not care but yeah. um it was cool running into you guys last night especially hanging out at rs fuels uh seeing you know some of the cars come out and like i previously said i'm super excited to uh, have you here and kind of go over your history because we've uh, always been like back and forth in the car scene but we've never actually been able to like hang out one-on-one that or really be around each other yeah. it's been a while since yeah. we were like i had the evo and you probably had your first or second car so uh, it's been a minute long long I minute think it was the first the silver terminator yeah yeah. It, yeah it's been it's been quite a while so uh we can go ahead and get started dude where you're from where you kind of grew up at uh where'd you go to high school uh, I'm actually from Amarillo, Texas. Really? Uh, yeah, I went to uh, Caprock High School. Uh-huh. I was one of uh, five uh, Caucasian guys there. So uh, <laughs> yeah, we all played baseball. It was uh, it was it was awesome. Dude, that's awesome. Is yeah. it like primarily Hispanic or primarily what? Hispanic? Yeah. And then our rival was uh, primarily African American. And then it was it was weird. Amarillo is like they say they're not segregated as much but Uh they're very like the high schools like each high school like emerald high is like predominantly like the richer white kids yeah yeah um it's kind of like an edmund north it's like it's yeah it's essentially edmund yeah so um they have like two or three high schools around amarillo Uh, or how does that work i think well since (laughs) we were there for christmas and we found they were building a new high school Mm -hmm. so i mean amarillo is growing like crazy right now so you still have family back there i still got family did you move here because of family or did you move here i moved here because of my wife 
Okay, so, yeah. really? Is she from there as well? She's from Oklahoma City. How did you guys meet? We'll get into that. Yeah. Hang on. We'll we'll yeah. save that. Yeah, 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 I'm jumping ahead. I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, dude, it's awesome. Were you in the car scene kind of back when you were in the high school? Or you yeah. said you played sports. How did it roll in? Or how did you transition to kind of get into it? So, um, I I grew up. My dad was a Corvette guy. My mom, um, my mom is actually how I got into cars. Really? So my mom has had every generation of M3, except for the I think it's the E92, the O8, the O8 body style. So yeah. she had an 88. She had a 95. Mm-hmm. She had a 95. She had an O2, and now she has a 15 M4. Mm-hmm. And then she's she's thinking about the G80, but. She loves she loves the the, Dude, the M4s the, are pretty bad. She loves her yeah. her M4 right now. I saw an M4 comp rolling down the street the other day, like Dude. a newer one. Dude, they're so nice. There's Even stock one, package. There's one here in town that I I love how he specced it out because it's, I mean, there's some crazy like Michael George uh, mm-hmm. has that really gorgeous that dark like sparkly purple mm-hmm. comp car. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, 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 yeah Josh yeah. has got that uh, that like highlighter green yellow one. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. think uh, there's like there's like I mean. There's, a, there's Dude, so many random cars. Not to get too off topic, but those are becoming more and more popular. I feel like those are like the new McLaren 720. You, did you do bolt-ons on them? And, yeah. And, I mean. Make you, like 600 to the wheel. Yeah. Yeah. Are they but, rear wheel or all wheel? Uh, you know? I think you can get an all. I think they're rear wheel. There's, can like, you? you can get a rear wheel and you can get yeah. an all wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They probably have the X drive. Yeah, I think that's what X-Drive. BMW calls yeah. it. Yeah. Well, so when did you, I mean, did you, other than her owning cars, did she kind to her or your dad, like, work on them or go to shows or what? Did that kind of get brought in when you got your first car? How did you get introduced into, like, the actual racing or, you know, show scene? So, like, my mom had always, like, I would always watch videos with my mom. My dad had, um, my dad was a Corvette guy, mm-hmm. so we—I mean, we'd always just done car stuff, but yeah. we had not—I wasn't really like fully into it until I was getting closer to getting my first car. Mm-hmm. And um, my uh, so my first my first vehicle was a Jeep Liberty. Funny enough, e- dude, mine was a Jeep Cherokee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Two thousand and two Jeep Liberty. Yeah, uh, it was my mom's. She bought it new, and mm-hmm. they'd had problems with it, so we—I got handed down to me, and we kind of like fixed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Engine went at 20, 20, 30,000 miles on it, uh, put a new motor in it. It lasted another 1,500 miles. Very nice. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. and then my dad was like, all right, we're going to go look. So, we found this just beat 2000 GT. Uh-huh. And I'd always been a Mustang guy, and I'd always like the new edge Mustangs. Yeah. And I'd always, I mean, like many. Was, t- your, was your dad disappointed? <sighs> no. He. he <laughs> So he's a he's a like a C, he's a C three guy. Uh huh. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to you know be disappointed in anything with C threes because yeah. they were like they're like the redheaded stepchild of of Corvettes. Yeah, yeah. So um, he he took the he took the chance like we took I took some money that I'd made from Owen and he took he gave me like matched it essentially mm-hmm. and I paid like six grand for this two valve mm-hmm. no paint silver like just. Same, the stock starfish wheels on it. Oh, yeah. So I, at one point, just got that up. Well, the reason I wanted a new edge so bad is because, like many others uh, with in the Terminator community, is we were raised on the snakebite videos. That mm-hmm. Kenny, that black Kenny Bell Terminator doing the burnout, mm-hmm. the, just the loud blower whine. Yeah. Um, 
Who was who was the guy um, that used to do all the tuner videos and all the Mustang trolling oh, videos? Man. Oh, uh, Yellow Douchebag. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, no, that's yeah, how yeah. I got into I some of the him. Mustang stuff, dude. He used to be crazy dude, back in the he's day. Hilarious. Yeah, but um, yeah. So I got I got into those videos and I I, I w- listened to Sam's a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So I, I guarantee, like, it's just one of those things. Like, I think there's a starting point, and that's a big starting point for a lot yeah. of the, the Terminator guys is, yeah. is is that video. Yeah. But um, got into college, got my uh, Silver Terminator stock, nothing crazy. I was still kind of learning the cars. Um, but it's it's just one of those things where it's to go from a two-valve to pretty much probably the best four-valve that's out there. Mm-hmm. Um was it was just a moment in my life where I was like, okay, I'm I'm starting to build with this. So now I was starting to go to more shows and I was yeah. starting to go to more races. Were you still out in Amarillo or where were yeah, you I at the time? In, I was still in Amarillo. So do they have a scene down there? Is uh, it kind of like iffy? Um, it's kind of gone back and forth. Yeah. So I uh, imagine it's probably more C10s and like donks. Uh, no, actually. Do they have a muscle um, scene? So a uh, quick shout out, shout out my boy uh, Kevin Van Voorhis with Contagion Athletics. Mm-hmm. Um, dude is changing the scene there like oh yeah crazy right now very nice um big big mopar guys he's got a mm-hmm. demon vipers i think he just ordered a demon 170 so Damn. yeah he's um and his brother's a has coyote direct and they're they're doing anything coyote mm-hmm. so they're kind of like the coyote the coyote scene in amarillo is growing so dude fast. isn't that so awesome to see dude yeah, like I've, from nothing because oklahoma city used to be the same way like we didn't have these shops or these exotic car places no, that sell no. like we had none of that so it's no, awesome yeah yeah it's it's like i loved amarillo but i even before i met my wife i wanted to either move to oklahoma city or to dallas just because yeah. i've Amarillo, I, I tell everybody it's like a big little city. Mm-hmm. Like it takes 15 minutes to get across town in Amarillo. But yeah. th- there's stuff to do, but there's not a lot. Like yeah. I mean, we have a minor league team now, so mm-hmm. it, it's kind of helping the city grow. But yeah. when I moved to Oklahoma City, so fun fact, I actually moved to Norman. My uh-huh. first job was at Big Red. Really? Yeah. So, really? Uh, <laughs> that place is interesting. Yeah, aren't uh, they like shut down or something now? <laughs> There's, yeah. if you, if you Google, if you Google, Big, yeah, if you Google Big Red, uh, Big Red Kia in Norman, there's, yeah. I think the first couple articles, cause they used to have like in the like nineties, they used to be a Ferrari dealership. Really? So I don't think a lot of people, like I found I that out when that. I worked in there yeah. and I was like, I didn't know that. Something really has to go bad when you go from being a Ferrari dealership to, to a Kia, Kia dealership. Yeah. Hell yeah. But yeah, I guess they had like OU players working for them and mm-hmm. it was before all the NIL stuff and they were like pretty much getting paid essentially mm-hmm. to, to. They were getting like free cars and stuff like. There's a bunch of money laundering stuff. Well, I guess yeah. th- that happened recently again with something different. I believe it, dude. Once people get into that, the behavior never changes. Yeah. It's pretty much a you know a repetitive ordeal. So, yeah. that was Athena in the background. She yeah. almost fell off the couch. <laughs> Thank you, Athena, for your every episode <laughs> interruption. Dude, she's so funny. So uh, again, not to get off topic, but you know the little like you leave your TV at idle and it'll pop uh-huh. up the logo and it yeah. does like the screen bounce. Dude, I don't know if it's from, like, locking her in the kennel in the living room mm-hmm. for when she was little or what, but she sees that thing, and she goes fucking ape shit. <laughs> she has climbed up the TV to try to bite the TV to get that red thing. She will start growling at it. She will start fucking barking. She will, like, run and jump up the wall trying to get to it. Dude, she goes ape shit. She is like, too big to be Absolute doing ape shit, yeah. So you could see she's over there, like, peeking at the TV here and there. Dude, she makes sure it's safe and then moves on. 
and she'll like go do her routine like patrol and then come back and just stop and stare at the tv to see if that red thing's up there again drives her insane dude she hates it hates it um so back to you getting into college what was kind of your first introduction to the scene was it shows or racing was it friends in high school was it friends that you met in college you've had finally bought the two valve what actually you know broke the cherry okay so um i didn't really like talk on that so the two yeah. valve was actually i was like really getting into the scene with the two valve mm -hmm. um and i think like every every 99 to 04 two valve gt guy we think we're like the fastest thing in the world <laughs> when, we, when we first get these hell cars yeah. uh that crispy 260 horse hell yeah um so i mean there was stuff in the scene that i was like okay, there was a guy in our scene that had a, a red 10th anniversary terminator and i was like okay i want to get to that point mm-hmm and when I moved to college, I was kind of getting more focused on my uh, on my degree, and I didn't really like. I was like, I'm gonna keep working to this. So I'd work in the summertime and just save money. And my uh, my junior year is when I bought my silver car, and that really got me more into. I mean, there was a show uh, in Hooker, Oklahoma, called the Hooker Car Show. Hell yeah, that we, we would go to every year. Hell yeah. Um, the real, I would say the real like change was once I got out of college and I had my white Terminator, mm -hmm. I'd always wanted to uh, bag it. I'd always wanted to, because anybody that has a Terminator, they will tell you that I, or me and my buddy Taylor Pierce, we, we agree that uh, Terminators ride like covered wagons mm -hmm. uh, until you do some kind of modern suspension change on them. Mm -hmm. Cause they're all built on the Fox body platform. Yeah. I mean, Ford, Ford used that platform, I think all the way up to the O5, like three valves. But, um, yeah, it's when I get the white car and I got out of college and, you know, I, I finally have like kind of like usable income. Yeah. I could use, I could, uh, I did, I did air suspension. I did intake. I did tune. I did upper pulley. I mean, I, I started. Was that the car I met you with? That I, was the first one. I think one. you met me with the silver car. I really? Think, I think, yeah. I okay. think you met me like right towards the end of the silver car. Okay. Because the silver car. I thought it was the white one, but I could be totally wrong. No, I think it is the white one. I think it's the white one because I, when I moved here, I had the white car. Yeah. So I didn't have the. I was still. I was dating Haley with the silver car. Mm -hmm. So that's actually how we met. Was that car? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah the the silver car. I think I had that car's in Kansas City now. Makes nine hundred horsepower and does wheels. God so yeah, damn, dude. Yeah, my white car's in uh, Lubbock. Uh huh. With a collector, he has. Mine, a screaming yellow coupe, a black coupe, and I think he was trying to buy something last time I talked to him because I keep track of it. Cause I, I wanna, was about to ask, I is it crazy keeping track of that and, yeah. like, actually seeing what it does now and what it could have been? Yeah. Um, I thought I had a picture of it, but, um, yeah, he uh, – the guy that bought my white car actually just did a teardown on it. He's going to do comp cams and a bigger – like, a better fuel. So, like, it's getting a full build. I'm like, cool. Yeah. That's the thing. I don't mind selling my car, cars to people, as long as I know that they're gonna either do something with it or, um, just just really take, take care, care of, of it. it. Yeah, dude, we were talking about that earlier. You were mentioning the bike thing and how you would never. That's one thing that scares me about ever selling my bike. Like I've put so much money and time mm -hmm. and effort into it, and you know all these new younger kids can go down to 
credit union and get approved for a loan. And so if I ever put that thing up for sale, um, you're going to have to be like an experienced known writer. Yeah. I'm not just going to sell it to anybody and everybody yeah, off the it's, street. It's a so. missile. I mean, Dude, it, yeah. It's, it's and a that's, that's one thing that scares <laughs> me when it comes to used vehicles. Uh, when I sold the Evo in Denver, um, dude had it probably about a year, year and a half. And I got... Uh, all of a sudden screenshot photos of it being sold at a salvage auction dude it like wrapped it around a pole dude completely destroyed the front bumper like the front end the whole front left uh wheel and everything was completely fucking shot in and destroyed i'm like great dude glad my fucking 450 yeah. 500 horsepower evo fucking is doing well i hated it dude i hated it so much i feel like i should have never sold that car yeah. but yeah that scares that, the that, shit that's out of always, me that's always that's yeah. always i have that with the white car is like so um I don't know if you ever saw. So I actually had the ABS fail on it on Expressway like two uh-uh. days before Christmas. I slid into the back of a 18 F-150. Uh-uh. And I mean, I got pictures through it. Like the whole, I, that was the picture I saw on Instagram. Yeah, the, yeah, whole, yeah, yeah. the whole rebuild of that car. So I yeah. uh, worked with my insurance, told them kind of like the collectability of the car because you don't see a lot of white Terminators. Yeah. And um, they agreed to fix that bitch? They agreed, agreed to fix it. Really? How it hard a, of a battle was that? Uh, I went back and forth with them for I think three months. Shout out to SVT Performance for having a market so yeah. I can go in there and say, hey, this is where, <laughs> this is where all these cars are selling at. Yeah. I'm just – and I sent them a parts list, and it was all OEM parts. So yeah. And OEM parts, and uh, it used to be – it's something new now. It used to be Reynolds Ford in uh-huh. off Expressway and OKC. Uh-huh. Um, those guys, literally, I was up there three, four times a week just talking with them about, like, okay, this is where it needs to be. This is um, – I've accessed these parts. So mm-hmm. – um, they had contact with the part supplier out of, uh, not Dearborn, uh, pretty much the main hub for uh, Ford parts for older models out of Ford. So my white car now has the last OEM uh, 03, 04 Cobra bumper on it. That's nice. They pulled it off the shelf, and they said it was just covered in dust. And yeah. It's been there for, it was all wrapped up, and I was like, yeah. So uh, I told the guy that, so I actually sold it to somebody, and he was kind of a, you know what? Um, kind of went back and forth with me on price. Big old stickler. Yeah, he was a he was, yeah. he was a hole. Yeah. Um, but the guy that has it now, I'm glad that it's with him because he's really like he's going above and beyond. He's mm-hmm. getting like he's doing paint correction. He's making sure all the everything's he. I sold that car because it had a little bit of gremlin gremlins. Mm-hmm. Um, the oil cinder line that's a brass line on those cars mm-hmm. I think got nicked and I never replaced it. I just had him bend it back and kind of form fit it mm-hmm. because uh, I think that whole line goes like the entire length of the car and it just would have been an, an, massive, pain massive, massive, massive pain in the yeah. ass just to get fixed back. But um, I think since, since at this moment he's gone through and actually switched. I mean, it's, it's a great car now. Yeah. He, he, he sends me pictures all the, I think his name's Carlos. Mm-hmm. He sends me pictures like, once a month. And that's the one down in Texas? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's funny because he's, he's down in Lubbock, and he tells me all the time that uh, he's like, yeah, dude, you can come down. Like, you can drive it whenever you want. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I'll take you up on that next yeah. time I'm home. But, yeah, oh, yeah. But, yeah, he's uh, – that's that's the thing, too, is, like, I'm, I'm glad that it's with somebody that's actually taking care of it. Yeah. Because I wouldn't – I like your Evo situation. I, and I Dude, it, I, it was, I was so mad. I, so mad. I got a buddy in Amarillo that had a Mystochrome, a Whipple Mystochrome yeah. with like 30,000 miles on it. Sold it to a lady out in Arizona. As she was driving it back, they hit a rainstorm, and she slid it off the road and totaled it. Dude. <laughs> she didn't even have the car like 24 so hours. Horrible. I was yeah. like, yeah. So horrible. So. Dude, some cars just get that fate. 
And it sucks, yeah. but some of them, that's just the uh, the road that was passed yeah. or paved for them. Yeah. So, and not, not a pun intended, but dude, that fucking sucks. But yeah, dude, that scares me if I ever do a get out of the bike game or sell this bike, which I, I haven't thought about it. I really want to sell this bike and get a Hayabusa mm-hmm. and uh, get a roll race Hayabusa <laughs> set up. I will, dude, I want to get a turboed Hayabusa so bad. I'll show you one when we get off of this, but there's a dude over on the East Coast that has one. It's a boosted HTP setup. Dude, and even like 8 pounds, 9 pounds of boost is an additional like 20, 30 horse. And dude, that on a motorcycle can fucking sling you back harder than what you're it was trying before. To, you're trying to drive through like a wormhole or something, <laughs> aren't you? Like, <laughs> dude, I love it. It's so like awesome. Back, like back to the future where there's yeah. just the... the car disappears <laughs> but uh so whenever you went through um kind of with the process of getting that rebuilt i mean did you have it like already planned in your head that you wanted to rebuild and sell it or what made you kind of think that that was the best option how long did you keep it after the rebuild before you kind of tossed up wanting to get rid of it and get something new so um <clears throat> the story with this too is i had just uh worked with brian tilson when he still had his shop uh of getting the bag set up. Mm-hmm. Like I'd finally, Brian's got to that. a great dude. He's love, a solid, solid guy. guy. Yeah. That guy. Um, I worked with him about like finally getting the bag set up and I ordered like strange, uh, like I had everything that I'd wanted to do essentially suspension wise with this car. I'd finally done, had the kit in my car, dropped it off at the house, was going to my parents or my in-laws uh, Christmas party and then wrecked it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I finally got to this point. That's when the truck incident happened. Yeah, the truck yeah. incident happened. Yeah. Um, and I took, it, it just was one of those moments I had to sit down and think, okay, I'm either going to – I don't want to scrap this car because of the collectability, mm-hmm. and I, lo- I love this car. Like, yeah. I don't if, – if, if insurance is going to work with me, I'm going to get this done. So, I think it took um, – it was pretty quick, actually. Uh, four months, four or five months to uh, get the car completely put back together, painted. Um, and then I had it another, I want to say five, six months. No, I had it longer than that. I had mm-hmm. probably had it another year. Mm-hmm. And it was getting closer to 100,000 miles. Yeah. And my current car, I was like, I it popped up. And I'm like, that's, I knew that they were getting ready to go up because the 2020s, I think, had just come out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. Normally, the rule of thumb is like when the newer model of your model actually comes out, they, the prices will do either go down or go up. So mm-hmm. you just kind of have to like pick, take a bet on it. Yeah. You just have to watch the market for yeah, that. You kind of eyeball what everybody else yeah. is doing. Dude, and again, not to go off topic or, you know, talk about me the whole time, but dude, the Evos, man, fucking like 08s, 09s, like 30 to 40 grand right now. All Absolutely right. I, insane. I got to give I got to give a Terminator PSA to anybody out there listening. <laughs> Um, Terminators are not worth fifty to sixty k. I, I will die on that hill. They are not worth fifty to sixty yes, k. You can buy such yes. a better car for fifty to sixty k, yeah. and I'm a diehard Terminator guy. Like, yeah. Unless it's a low mile Mystachrome, a low mile uh, competition red. Shout out Sam. Um. Yeah. Probably Dude, probably those insane. two colors. It's insane. I see these. Uh, Evo's one was like, uh, it was perfectly fine. It was pretty much bone stock other than, you know, your typical bolt-ons. And then it was like, 
the drive case is going out. Yeah. And it was like <laughs> 30 grand still, like 30 well, or 32 grand. And I was like, what the? I'm not even getting an operable car, and you still want 30 yeah, racks no, for this no, fucking no. car? It's like Terminator guys. They're like, it's a roller. I want I want 12K for it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. no, I'll just go buy a new I'll just go buy a two valve. It roller. says in the bio, there's so much potential. There's so much potential. <laughs> so much potential if, for the right if buyer. You, if you know what this car is, you'll, you'll understand the price. I'm like, stop. That's the whole point of the car is the motor. Is Dude, we could go on and on. People drive me nuts on this fucking marketplace. And that's another thing. I feel like if people want to throw them up for insane amount, ridiculous they're, pricing. They're fishing. They're fishing. Yeah, they're, trying to, yeah. they're trying to mess with the market. And get everybody else to think they can get away with the same shit. Yep. Exactly. Yep. And then like, now like, you have a like bunch Zinc of Like yellow people. guys? Like zinc yellow Terminator guys? Uh-huh. Your car looks like Easter Sunday. Like it looks like <laughs> faded yellow. It's not worth 30K. Like dude, stop I, it. I'm not to talk shit on anybody, but I hate that yellow, dude. I, that yellow I is hate so that gross. Yellow. Yeah, I hate that yellow and I hate red fire. And I what, is, what is red fire? Like? Red fire it's is like the burgundy. It's like the dark red burgundy. What am I looking at? Red fire. Red cobra? fire. Yeah, red fire cobra. It's like the. It's like the color of your shirt. Oh yeah, it's like a darker, like maroon yeah. looking one. So yeah. every one of those guys with those cars, are like, there's some really good examples of red fire, uh-huh. but there's a issue with the paint from the factory. Yeah. That it it was like eating the clear coat. That's what I was about to say. Like this one here, it kind of looks faded. Like yeah. it looks like, yeah. especially it's on the front end bumper, front bumper and like right here, like back here, it looks good. Mm-hmm. But up front, whether that's the sun or just the paint itself, like you can kind of tell. Yeah, it looks yeah. like pinkish in some spots because it's faded off. Yeah, Ford did. I think Ford, uh, Ford with their paint ideas. I think they only did a single stage on the Terminators, which I'm like, it doesn't make any sense to yeah. me. I think the Mr. Chrome probably is a, is a multi-stage, but. Um, yeah, they the clear coat on those cars. Like, no offense. Like, I got some buddies in Norman that have uh, one's got a, a pretty fast Kenny Bell Red Fire car, mm-hmm. but I just I just don't like that color. Yeah. I don't like that color like on any car. Actually, uh, dude, I like the blue and the white. The blue and the white. That uh, what is it like a pearlescent Son- blue or something? Sonic blue. But, yeah, Sonic dude. blue. Sonic blue is the best color. I love Sonic I, Blue. I love that one. I want to get my bike painted that color mm. sometimes. Yeah, that Sonic looks Blue good. and uh, Velocity. There you blue. go, dude. See, yeah. that's what it does. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, dude, that looks good. I like that blue. I've thought about uh, repainting the bike and going to like a, a blue or like a metallic gray with a blue pearlescent in it or something similar like that. Yeah, as much as I, as much as I. Uh, I'm not a Dodge guy. Like uh-huh. I love what Dodge is doing. Yeah. But their paint department is fantastic. And yeah. the people that get to name that name all the the Dodge paints, like they have mm-hmm. fake green, which is like a dark green. They yeah, got, I've seen that. Yeah. Dude, uh, that looks pretty aggressive on black yeah. wheels. Mm-hmm. I've seen some people do that best, green on black and it looks pretty mean. Best color that Dodge does is called Hellraisin. One, that's uh-huh. a sick name for yeah. a, for a paint coat. And it's like a dark, like purple burgundy. Like a like like a raisin. Yeah. But I've seen some of those cars bagged with like a polished brushed wheel, and oh boy, they're so clean. We're looking up. Oh yeah, that looks pretty good. Yeah. I like that a lot. Like that right there, mm-hmm. it looks nice. Because oh, it looks yeah. like a. It's one of those cars. Because uh, Ford has mischievous purple. It's a cool color, but I think they were trying to do. Uh, they were trying to like recreate the Mystachrome, but with a black base, and those cars just look like black cars with. Uh, they look like black cars where they're not in the sun. Yeah. So. Uh, 
best new colors are Velocity Blue and uh, Eruption Green. Dude, I've always Eruption. liked that gray, dude. Yeah, that I've always battleship, loved that. If, dude, if people weren't wrapping their cars <laughs> if in everybody their fucking wasn't bikes, so yeah, their Nardo or Battleship Gray, yeah, yeah I would totally do doing, it. Everybody's doing Nardo Gray dude, wraps. Everyone. Everybody is doing uh, like the cappuccino, the cream color. I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen color. that. Every they, I, I was wanting to do that on my bike, too. And since I've thought about it, there's been four bikes <laughs> on Instagram that have done it, dude. Yeah, every every uh every stanced FRS uh starter kit. They do the uh the Liberty Walk body kit or the Robert or uh, Robert, the Rocket Bunny uh body kit and then they do cream or they do uh oh gosh, they do like the color change. Yeah, 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 yeah. the uh the blue, purple, the orange. Blue, purple, yes, orange yes, yes. It. I tell my buddy Brady, I call that Mr. Chrome. It's not Mr. Chrome. It's like a knockoff. It's Mr. Chrome. Dude, uh, I wanted to do like a military dark, like matte green. Like a flat green. Somebody fucking did it. I wanted to do that cream you were talking about, mm-hmm. kind of like that tan sand looking like yeah. the Tacomas are. Mm-hmm. Like I said, there's been four or five bikes that have fucking done it. Um, Nardo was on there for a while when I first got on the bar- mm-hmm. bike scene, and then I noticed everybody fucking did it. Dude, I feel it, my, next, my next trend I think everybody's going to start doing is uh, – the like super dark dark uh metallic wraps mm-hmm. so like the dark like like old lexus green mm-hmm. yeah and then like a, like a forest Dude, green i feel this like this has are been gonna... my favorite shit i wanted i've thought about doing this too on mine have you seen these the half wraps. The half wraps. They like do a solid color design, uh-huh. dude. I think this shit looks fucking. I mean, think those are dude. sick, but that's the thing too is those were like huge in twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, yeah, and yeah. now it they're just kind of fad. Yeah, it's a huge thing in the Mopar community. The Mopar, really? I've seen so many chargers with the split wraps. I don't. I like them when they do like a side vinyl that splits. Yeah. I don't like the down the middle and the roof. Yeah. I thought about doing that, like my bike half white, half black, and calling it good, that like straight sick. down the middle. I like it when they do uh, kind of the JDM spec, and they do it. Uh, they yeah, that's do. Dope. Oh yeah, that that's like sick. a that war camo on one side and a black, yeah, on the other side. That's sick. Yeah. I like it when they do it kind of JDM style, where they do a split wrap, and they'll do a different set of wheels on one side. So I've get, seen that once so you, or twice, dude. Yeah, I know cool what you're talking about. It's cool because when you take photos of the car, it looks like you, you have two you, different cars, two different dude. Cars. Yeah, you can be like, oh, driving uh, this one today, yeah, driving, driving this, this one. one today. Yeah, yeah, nobody knows. Fucking pull a lighting McQueek Yeah, that shit's awesome, dude. Um, so growing up in the car scene, what was kind of like? Do you have any memory memories or anything like memorable that like you know running from the cops or you know your first race that you won or you know going to your first show experience? What are kind of some things that stand out in your history of being in the automotive industry? Oh man, uh, the two valve days, like just that big two valve energy, uh, mm. had just stupid stuff. Like I raised, I was racing a supercharged Tundra one night on Sonsi <laughs> and, uh, as soon as we took off from the light, there was a cop coming the other way. He comes after me and I hid in like somebody's garden. Essentially. What? Yeah. They had one of those wraparound <laughs> things like the, the driveways, the, like driveway? the half, the half, yeah. the half yeah. circle driveway. I pulled in there parked the car in the bush the shrubbery was high enough to where i could get behind it it was like need uh, for speed uh most wanted yeah i was yeah, trying yeah. to get my i was trying to get my heat level down <laughs> um, but the worst part was i got i think i remember i got out of the car and was like underneath the bush like yeah. hid behind the bush i'm like awesome and looking back on i'm like i'm so stupid you're like they can't see me they can't see me they can't see me they can't see me if they can't see me i can't see them it's okay <laughs> Uh, no i am not back here yeah i'm not back here go somewhere else leave me alone oh man 
Uh, what what kind of were your first shows? Because like for me, for example, I used to go to like Sowo, uh, oh, yeah. out in Helen, in whenever Helen. it was still in Helen before it moved to Savannah. Um, we used to go like the cupcake meet. Cupcake down meet. down dude. That used to be a huge fucking thing that, down in Texas. Where was that at? Was that Dallas? It, Dallas, yeah. yeah. It, it was like a, a town right outside of Dallas, but basically Dallas. Was it Innis? I th- yeah. Yep. It was yep. Innis. Yep. Yep. Um, I vaguely remember those. What else? Like IFO. IFO used to be a big one. Did you guys kind of have any shows like that or anything? We, had, we have the Make a Wish Car Show every year, uh-huh. um, and then we had the Poultry Cruise. So they opened the show season with the Make a Wish Show in mm-hmm. March, and then they would end the show. We have Polk Street in downtown Oklahoma City where we just cruises, uh-huh. and it being west texas there's not a big like it's classic cars it's mm-hmm. classic trucks it's, yeah kind of like how we have here on 12th yeah. street like the 12th street cruise or what's the meridian meridian, meridian cruise, cruise yeah. yeah it's and th- there's nothing against that it's just uh, as somebody that's like super like I, i'm a stance guy i have a i have a gg500 that's a stance car like it yeah. it, it doesn't it's it's hard because you you've seen so much unique stuff that because the stance scene and the classic car scene they're two different yeah they're a lot two of them completely don't clash yeah and with the with the stance scene it's super cool because there are some examples of okay this is just getting repetitive like people are doing the same thing with with wraps and wheels and mm. and then you get you get that one case where you're like well, that's really cool and those really cool examples inspire the next wave of like yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've been at some of these stance shows where the little kids are like, I want to like, little kids don't know, like you don't touch the car, stuff like that. Yeah. Where the, the people are like, hey, do you want to sit in my car? Like, yeah. hey, do you want to look at this? Like the, the, yeah. the stance community is really cool in that sense that they, yeah, that's they, how it should be. They take the time to actually open up and talk to you like that. Yeah. I will say that the classic car community has gotten a lot better. When I was first into it, it was really bad. Like kind of dickheads. Yeah, kind of yeah. kind of older. It was an old it was an old people hangout club. Yeah. Like they would take all their cars to the to the McDonald's at six o'clock in the morning. And, and then meet up at the nude beach the yeah. next morning. <laughs> Dude, okay. Again, not to get off topic, but did you see the flyer for the annual nude car oh, yeah, show in Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. Is it in Wisconsin? Yeah. So, Look. yeah, I know. So here's the thing: is so my don't uh, miss the show. Yeah, don't miss the show. <laughs> um, so I bought my car, my Shelby, out of uh, Wisconsin. So I bought it in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. So now every time that flyer comes out, uh-huh. uh, my Shelby buddies are like, "Hey, are you going? Like, is it, are you going to take the car back yeah. to where it came time from? Time to go back home." Uh-huh. Dude, that was so awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, going back to the younger generation, I feel like that's super, super important. Um, because I never really got that, you know, growing up in the car scene until I met people like we were talking about earlier, like Sam and Robert, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, you know, a few others that you know would introduce us and actually take the time to talk to us and mm-hmm. you know introduce us into the scene and kind of what to learn. Um, so I mean, dude, even yesterday at Cars and Coffee, like this kid was probably only two or three, like his dad was holding him, but like I let him push the start button on my bike to start yeah. it up when I was leaving. Little shit like that can you go gotta, a long way. You, yeah, we the current general, like the current car club or car scene, needs to do that. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of the like the swinger stuff. Dude, has happened it's because that wasn't nuts. Yeah, like it's a bunch of kids that like don't get attention from their dad. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're grounded right. from their Xbox. They're they, like, they, "I'll show you, mom." Yeah, they took their dad's construction truck out <laughs> yeah. that night. Dude, have you seen He's the, the yeah, U-Haul video? The U-Haul video. <laughs> it's like you can rent this, this bitch. <laughs> 
for 1995. Dude, that's one of my favorite fucking videos of all time. Dude, yeah, no, it gets sane, and I think it is um, mostly out of the West Coast, uh, out of California, where a lot of things are not only stricter in the car community, but a lot of people, uh, you know, flash a lot more money or have heavier egos or unless you're somebody, you don't talk to me. And then, dude, it does create these shitheads in the scene that are now going out and doing that stuff. And, you know, fucking with everybody or ramping their cars or trying to get attention on social media. Dude, I feel like this is a fucking... I need to just come out with a whole episode a where book? we talk about swingers, dude. Yeah. This is becoming an epi- every episode ordeal. But it is turning into a huge thing in our country now. Like, it, it's getting shut down and fucking people are fucking shit up for everybody else, so... And see, I got I got some buddies out in California that... I mean, that's that's where this all originated, was in, was in California. Yeah, in Cali, yeah. And no matter where you stand on California, there's a lot of, like, cool stuff that's actually come out of California. Mm-hmm. I got a, a buddy, I think his name is Paradise Living SVT on... Um, no, it's not him. Not him. Shout out him anyways, but Yeah, uh, shout out, but Yeah. Um, but I got a buddy out there that he, You pretty much just like plugged and then unplugged. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck him. Fuck him, but uh, uh No. He I got a there's a guy out there that I follow that he does a lot of Fox body stuff. So it's crazy. Like, I mean, last night when we were watching that stuff, as soon as like there was an F body Camaro that pulled up, I'm like, all right, he's y- gonna do yeah. good. There's yeah. some cars that it's like, all right, that's cool that they cause just how they're set up. Yeah. And he did, I mean, it was cool, but I, I see the like fun in that. Like if you're doing an empty parking lot, yeah. in the, in the I mean, middle all of, of us night, have done a parking lot. Yeah. We've yeah. all done a burnout in a parking yeah. lot. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, but if you take, it's, it's when you're like when they, what was it? Two years ago when they Shutting did it in the middle of I-40, streets. Yeah, they were in dude. the middle of yeah. I-40 yeah. and uh, I-35 northbound. Yeah. Yep. And they, they did it right under the Scissor Tail Bridge, mm-hmm. and then right northbound I thirty five. Jeez, yeah, it, yeah, it was right under the Scissor Tail yeah. Bridge. Yep, um, that's that's when it's a problem. Yeah. Like you don't you don't want to you don't want to involve. Same with street racing. I can't I can't sit here and say yeah, swinging's bad. Street racing's not bad. Like yeah. it's the same thing. If you do it in the middle of the day when there's people like just going to their job or yeah. going to lunch, like that's a problem. Yeah, that are like nine or ten o'clock. Yeah, when people are you know coming from the bar or going oh, to the yeah. bar or going yeah. out. Yeah. And that's one thing, again, like you were saying, not to justify illegal street racing, but the thing about us, we at least like try to be organized and okay, we're going to wait yeah. till one or two or three in the morning where it's fucking pitch out. No, yeah. everyone's asleep. No yeah. one's on the highways. We're going to go do our uh, fucking pools and then go back to our spot and say, stay seated. Yeah. So um, it really sucks because I try to, when I was in law enforcement, I try to tell people, dude, like swinging and street racing are two different things yeah they're like uh they try to merge the crowd and put them in one Mm -hmm. and all of them blame all of them but it's like no like when i was in the scene and now that i'm back in the scene like dude we meet up eight to ten people uh 15 tops we send out three or four at a time and we do our thing on closed highways where Nobody is out. Like our run last night, dude, there was probably like one car besides us. And we were on a three-lane highway. Like we had nothing to do with them. They had nothing to do with us. And then we got off, we did our thing, and Mm -hmm. that was it. But, yeah, when you're doing the swinger bullshit and you're doing it at 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night when people are still traveling or still out there night activities. You're doing it on a city street at like 8 o'clock at night in the middle of an intersection. fucking popular intersections, too. Even popular (laughs) highways. Like I-40 is the main highway that goes west to east. I don't even understand how you can shut down I-40 because like I-40 is – yeah. It, it it's the vein of America. That place it doesn't slow down enough for you to actually stop traffic enough. Uh, yeah, stuff like I that. I remember when that happened though. Um, 
we all jumped their ass. We found oh, out yeah. who they were, what cars they drove, yeah. where they worked. <laughs> like, dude, the whole scene was fucking pissed off. Were you still? Were you with law enforcement when? Uh, I think so. I think yeah. I was. Yeah. Um, so I for a little while, um, and I haven't really talked about this. I haven't had an episode or you know openly spoke about my law enforcement career the small time that I had. Um, but I actually worked with investigators on. Uh, tracking down the main guy who moved here from California and brought that uh, here into our scene. I didn't know it was just one guy. That's cr- yeah, that's yep. wild. One dude. One dude. I probably still have this picture somewhere. But yeah, he, he moved here from the California scene, and uh, obviously burnouts and stuff in uh, parking lots have always been a thing. But yeah. he is the one on the southwest side that has been heavily getting involved in setting up the meets and uh, setting up like, yeah, I remember the, the flyers. Yeah. I remember, I remember yeah. the flyers. Like they were, they were, they were organized. Dude, it's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I was, uh, helping an investigator who was one of my trainers, uh, beforehand. He moved over into investigations and we kind of sat down and talk. And, um, at that point, obviously being in law enforcement, I wasn't street racing or doing anything at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still had multiple connections, still knew a ton of people from back in the day when I was doing that shit. And uh, was able to find out who the main guy was, their Instagrams, their private pages. Um, dude, it's not hard. It's not hard. It's, it's, it's not really because not the hard. people that do that, like uh, there was a guy, uh, I don't know, you ever heard of Boosted Lucky down uh-uh. in Dallas? He's uh-uh. got a built, uh, I think it's a red eye. Or it was a red eye. Yeah. Um, Typical. Yeah. No, he got no. He wouldn't. He wouldn't do any of this. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. I was about so to say his, most of them are Mopar, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the most of them are Mopar guys. Yeah. It's it's the most. That's the that's the joke with the car scene now is that the Mopar guys are now the Hondas of the of the, of the <laughs> yeah, scene. Yeah, dude. But and I have some really good Mopar friends too. So I hope, so I'm was get he at later. was he part of it or was he? No, he. So story with him is his his uh Mop. There was a string of uh vehicles in Dallas getting stolen. Like yeah. there was a day I remember posted or got posted three or four times. Like five different GTRs got stolen that's in insane, one day, dude. And so his Hellcat, he was getting a haircut. His Hellcat got stolen. Okay. So the dude that stole I think his I heard about that. was like posting it on social media, like yep. who wants to run and stuff like that. And yeah. like he was posting other vehicles that he had also stolen. Yeah. And pretty much admitting that he had stolen this vehicle. And it's like, how do you, how do people not think that they're going to get away? It's with nuts, that? dude. Yeah. Cause a lot of these younger crowds, um, they use primarily Snapchat now, but they're public pages. You don't even have to have them added as a friend to see their story. Um, They say fucking screenshot it and send it to your friends, so then it's on everybody else's fucking story. Um, Dude, I've got some friends that are, like, in their mid-20s, and they share that shit, and I'm like, dude, you're supporting, like, a high school fucking get-together meet. Do you understand? Like, it's going to be nothing but fucking idiots. (laughs) When it crossed the line for me, and for everyone who's going to, you know, use my previous story as I'm a snitch or I, I'm a fucking narc or whatever yeah, at the, the cop, time. The cop story. I Dude, heard that the same. What, what crossed the point for me, we were at Bass Pro one night and one of those fucking idiots got into a mouth off to a mouth off battle and pulled a gun. Yeah. And like, that's that's when it crossed the line for me. It was like an 18, 19 year old and he pulled a fucking pistol out and ran across Bass Pro and chased this guy. And uh, after that, I was like, okay. Yeah, it's time to do something before someone gets fucking killed and then street racing is absolutely ruined for everybody because yeah. it's funny you say that or that we're talking about it now so when i was a cop dude i uh i never told anybody anything or where we were but i actually looked out for you guys like yeah. i knew the shitheads versus the ones who yeah. again were doing it as safely as possible yeah um for those who are going to argue that it's all fucking stupid or it's all unsafe okay it's your opinion that works perfectly fine but yeah. there are people who do it 
um, more on a professional level Mm -hmm. that are more organized and more safe and have a plan of action and a way to go about it. Um, So, yeah, when that shit, that kind of got me out of the car scene because people started spreading that rumor. And uh, it turned into an ordeal where, again, I knew who the shitheads were and who to go after. And I knew those guys know they're good leave them alone they're not doing anything and i never got a raging boner for street racing yeah, anyways no, no, dude no. uh some of those guys up there dude just fucking dude love it's that their shit. whole personality love that and shit i'm like love it i'm i like i i can't say i mean i like to just i like to go fast like yeah. anybody else yeah and i won't say that i like yeah, street racing's dumb. Or, but I'm like, there's just so much ego in street racing yeah. nowadays that it's like, it's not even like, let's go do a fun run. And people are like, no, I, I only race for five hundred dollars. Like, yeah, yeah. No, bro, I don't have five hundred dollars to go and race your like built neon. Yeah, like, like some of us have bills and responsibilities yeah, yeah, and gonna... want savings. And I get the same people in the bike scene, dude. Oh, yeah. They want to race dude, for like a grand all, I'll or be two honest grand. With you, man, or... It's always the bike guys. Yeah. The bike guys are like, I only race for a thousand dollars, bro. Like, yeah, like, no. and that's why. So when we were talking about last night, Johnny and I. I understand why people like J-Rod or Shauna Betty or, um, you know, people that kind of have a higher platform don't want to race me or race some of my close friends. Because those guys you're talking about, that split lane through traffic yeah. and fucking will go around a car at 180 and literally try to risk their lives to win a race. I don't want to be responsible for murder. Uh, 100%. Like, that's, that's I get thing. it. Yeah. I completely get it. I, don't, so. I, I got two things I don't race. I don't race bikes. Yeah. And I'm from Texas. I don't race trucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It... it if it, if you pull up next to me in a Gen Two Lightning with beadlocks on it, yeah, no, leave yep. me alone. Yep, I'm not racing yep. that, dude. Those Dallas all-wheel drive forwards are getting fucking nasty nowadays, yeah, that's, dude. That's my buddy, my buddy David is with Coyote Direct. He just bought a a five O truck, and dude, they're getting ready to shit. do something crazy. Dude, they look so them. good. There's they one look at so good. Uh, King of the Open Road or Streetcar Takeover a mm-hmm. few weekends ago that was a uh, full bolt-on Whipple. Dude, yeah, nasty. Yeah, yeah. It was like I've gray, like a metallic mm-hmm. gray. Dude, so clean, single cab. I'm like, yeah. Who's so it? Nice. It's Manuel. What's his name? Uh, down at Midnight Performance. It, I, I'm not sure. The guy down be, in yeah. no, the guy down in Houston. Have yeah. you ever seen his videos? Uh-uh. Dude, he he he. At one point, he was breaking like every 5-0 record. Like, yeah. He would just go out, have a fun drag day, and break a 5-0 record. Now he's like doing. He's truck racing. Dude, the shit's insane. <laughs> uh, I'm a huge fan of uh, what are they? On the gas. Yeah, on the gas. On the gas. On the gas racing. Bro, they're nasty, dude. Yeah. That little camo fucking Chevy. Is it that the they ladybug? Have. I don't know. Is it the, the red one? Yeah, it's yeah. like a red digital or not a digital. It's a camo, like a red, black, yeah. and gray camo. It's got two turbos on it. Oh yeah. And they're like coming out of the fucking hood. It doesn't yeah. even have a hood on it. Dude, that thing's nasty. Is it? Uh, uh, there's a guy in in uh, I think he's in Amarillo. He's in West Texas somewhere. Easy MTZ, I think, on Instagram. He's got a black cat. Mm-hmm. That thing is so clean and it's Dude. so fast. And then there's the guy here locally that's got the gray uh, single cab cat eye that Dude, I can't think of what his name badass. is. I love it. Yeah, there's, there's, I like stuff that d- shouldn't be fast. <laughs> yeah. that, like you can look at a single cab F150 or a single cab cat eye and you go, that's shaped like a brick. Yeah. It's only like, I love Trackhawks. Yeah. Like, track, I think, dude, there's one that rolls around here in Norman that that's gray. Yeah, yeah, gray with the yellow accents. Yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, I see yeah. him all the time. That thing's fucking baller, dude. There's a there's a black one with beadlocks here in Oklahoma City that makes like nine hundred a thousand. I'm that's like, that's so. so awesome. that's You're so like, are we going to the movies or yeah, are we, we going, going racing? Like, yeah. are like, are we going on a cross country trip or are we about to do a couple of quarter mile runs? Well, it's like Brad just bought that uh that C sixty three AMG Mercedes. The Mercedes. I saw him yeah. with that last and, night. Uh, yeah, I'm like, this thing is. Fun. Yeah, like it's a fun <laughs> car with yeah. four with four doors. With four like, doors, yeah. That's why, dude. If I ever get back into it, I'm getting an Evo or a Hellcat. 
I'll get yeah, us a I want a charger. I want a charger Hellcat for a daily. Dude, I think I think that's like the most so fun awesome. daily you yeah. can have. When Robert Waite had his, yeah. he would let me take his out, dude. And we would fucking get in that thing five, six dudes deep yeah. and go fucking Robert, roaming Robert around Waite Mexico. Robert Waite is a great human being. Dude, he's awesome. Yeah. yeah, he's badass. That's someone yeah. I should have on. I need yeah, to you have should have Robert on. Fucking there. get on. I haven't talked to him in a little bit, but I need to have him get on and sit mm-hmm. down with him. He's got that Chevy now, right? The, yeah, he's got a ZL1, I think. He's still the ZL1 and the BMW. Yeah, I think he BMW, what's the new uh, sedan? The SUV, the uh, SUV crossover that the, are pretty fucking quick. What is that thing called? It's like an X5 or something like that. M or something. Yeah, like dude, that. The, the thing's supposed to be pretty fucking quick too. But yeah, he's a great person, really, really great person. Um, but yeah, dude, uh, kind of going to that. You ended up getting into the scene. You got the white car, so we might need to back up a little bit, but when did you kind of meet Ailey and how, and then when did things get serious and how did you transition from Armarillo to Oklahoma city? So, um, I just gotten out of a long distance relationship. Mm -hmm. I was, uh, dating a girl in South Carolina. Um, just gotten out of a relationship. Didn't want to, um, didn't want to really go into anything. It had been like a month, but I was like, I'm just going to finish school and move on. Yeah. Um, She had messaged, so we had a mutual friend, and she'd seen the Silver Terminator on campus. Mm-hmm. And I guess she had been in the car scene here locally. Yeah. And she goes, I want to meet that guy. Like, I want—I just want to be friends with him. I'm like, Bro, okay, I cool. need to find that girl, wherever dude, she is. Dude, just, it's, it's Stop the rela- looking. Dude, just it, let dude it don't look. It's yeah. literally the relationships that just happen out of the yeah. blue that are the best ones. Yeah. Um, You just got to, yeah, she's, she's fantastic. But uh, went to a party that night, like, and I didn't, I didn't really party in in college. Uh-huh. Uh, I just wanted to get done. I wanted to get my school done. I wanted to move on. Yeah. And because I was going to, I went to Panhandle State, so mm-hmm. there's like 14 people in the whole town <laughs> when there's no college kids <laughs> yeah. there, and you had to drive nine miles just to go to Walmart. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, so went to a party, made a terrible first impression. What'd you do? I was uh, hammered. 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 Hell yeah. Hammered. Hell yeah. Um. And it, anybody that knows me knows I don't drink very much. Uh-huh. So yeah, it was. Uh, um, when was, you do, does it get kind of wild? It doesn't get wild. You seem I'm like just, the wild dude. I'm just. You're a guy driving a snake with a mullet. You oh seem like the one God. that's it's like. It's not a mullet yet. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'll shave the sides. I want to shave the sides. Of this. I told Haley. He goes like, "Hey, I'm married now. I can do whatever dude, fourth, I want." Fourth, fourth of July is yeah, coming. Fourth up, of July dude. is coming yeah. up, man. I'm gonna shave the sides. Yeah. Get it going. But um, so you turn like just like sloppy drunk or asshole drunk or no, kind of wacky drunk? No, or? it's not. It's none of the. It's like lover drunk. But oh it's not hell like, yeah! It, but it's not like. Woo. But it's not like obnoxious, like kissing yeah. and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. It's. She likes to tell the story. So probably the second time I ever got drunk around her, we yeah. went to a trailer because. It's OPSU. Uh, went to a trailer party. Hell yeah. Um, hey, dude, I'm from Guthrie. I understand that. Hey, I hey, totally get that. A hey, big Shawnee energy. Yeah. Like, like big, <laughs> yeah. big Shawnee energy. Yeah. Um, so we went to a party, and uh, I guess I had gotten pretty drunk because I don't remember any of this. She tells everybody this side of the story. So I'm like, <laughs> so I guess I. She was sitting on the couch, and she just noticed me. I was going around, like, looking every girl up and down and talking to guys mm-hmm. and pointing at her. And then I came back to her, and I guess I told her, I said, hey, I just, uh, I went up to, uh, I went up to every girl and checked. You're the hottest bitch in here. <laughs> so, yep. Oh, yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah. So, she's got pictures of it. I got, I got a, a picture of her 
giving me a kiss and you know i'm, I'm looking at myself i'm like wow i am gone <laughs> hell um, yeah but yeah that's we've dude been maybe getting... that's my trick maybe i just need to stop looking yeah to, to delete everything and just close out and <laughs> dude it's just hard because i feel like i just don't get out socially anymore so it's, you you have to force yourself to do it yeah. it's just one yeah. of those things right it's like you 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 have to sit there and go all right do i want to continue it's with anything do i want to continue down this path or do i want to change something when yeah. you want to change something you really have to throw yourself into it yeah but uh, how long how long have y'all been together now before you got married how long were you together before you guys got engaged six years damn yeah we got married That's very we're good. actually uh what is it friday Today. friday is the Today's ninth night friday's the ninth yeah Sunday. So next Sunday uh-huh. is our uh, one-year anniversary. So Very been, nice. Congratulations, soon. One year. And That's it, awesome. We, we've been talking about it for like the last like two weeks. Like, yeah. how has it already been a year? Yeah, and it fucking seems by, yeah. dude. I'm sure. Yeah. Everybody always asks like, what's like, how's married life been? How's it? Has it changed? I'm like, no. It yeah. Dude, I see you guys post up on Facebook, and again, I know you and I haven't been like super, super close, but I always cheer for you guys going out and doing stuff together. You guys seem like you go out and have pretty eventful and share experiences yeah, together and. She is literally the best person I've ever met. That's like awesome. She, she doesn't she doesn't take shit from anybody, mm-hmm. but she's understanding. She kind of scared me last night. She's terrifying. Sometimes. I thought she was gonna punch me through the car oh, door. Yeah, I was like, "Hey, I'm just here to talk I, to Austin real yeah. quick. I'm sorry." Can I'll I throw just, I'll throw yeah. Brad. I, I, she'll use she'll use Brad <laughs> as a weapon. I'm telling you, dude. She pick him up and swing. She him. doesn't get that. She doesn't get angry. She's just loud. Yeah. Like, she's just. She seems awesome though. Yeah, she seems like an absolute sweetheart. She's she's just loud. That's yeah. just how she is. But um, well, dude, congratulations to you. That's awesome. Thank you. So it'll be what seven years total or six? I think from I think it's eight. Eight? Yeah. Man, that's I'm trying wild. to think because I graduated college in seventeen. We had been together. Dude, has it just flown by? Dude, it doesn't. Eight years. Dude, it's weird. Yeah. And we say it all the time. We're like, I'm glad we we found each other. Yeah, absolutely. I could not I could not date in this climate. Oh. Dude, it sucks. It's horrible. <laughs> Don't do it. It's so bad, dude. Uh, the last three girls I have talking to all have trauma from their ex oh boy. cheating on them or abusing them and either have went back to their ex or... Which makes no sense. Yeah, dude. I, uh, <laughs> I talked to a girl. She was in a relationship. Dude, sweetheart. I absolutely wanted to marry this woman. And we talked all of summer of 2022 and uh, she told me she didn't want to date just yet, but if we could wait a whole season, we could talk about it and discuss things. So, dude, I absolutely proved myself, did everything I could, um, came around to winter, and she said she kind of wasn't ready, checked in on her at the like beginning of the year, and she was going to be like, well, I kind of did something. You might be bad at me, and instantly I knew. And back with her ex who cheated on her and make fake uh, dating profiles and fake relationship profiles. Jesus. And uh, they're back together. Her excuse was it's hard to throw something away that's lasted five years. I'm like, all right, dude. Well, I wish what you the is best. What is he, milk? Yeah, like, I wish you the best. Like, have a have a great one. The last one, um, uh, I guess, was abused and then had a cheating ex. I don't know. Maybe I'll just go after crazy-ass chicks. I don't know. Yeah, just They're all kind of tatted first and date, emo. And first date idea. Throw them down the stairs. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's dude, my advice. Yeah. But I've had shitty-ass experiences, no. so I'm, I'm kind of at the point where it's just – me and my dog and you know us doing our thing and kind of rolling with it and whatever happens happens so i've hit up a few and been like hey like if you don't mind if you ever want to go out to dinner or anything yeah you see her sitting over there if you dude she's insane (laughs) um if you ever want to go out or do dinner like hit me up give me a shout but i'll just leave the ball there and leave it and just continue on so 
Um, it's it's good to make it's good to let them like make the first first choice. Yeah, it's, yeah. You don't want to like control if you if you're doing everything. It, it's both sides. If you're the yeah. guy doing everything in a relationship, if the girl doing everything in a relationship, it's not going to work. Yeah, it's, it's, I'd it's a, one-sided. Uh, we're really getting into my dating <laughs> life here. I had a girl last night. Break we it down. Uh, we had planned a week and a half to go out and get drinks yesterday and uh, hit her up. She told me she had things to do during the day. I was like, "Yo, totally cool. Let me know tomorrow night or tonight. We'll get ready." And uh, never heard from her. And this morning, she started sending me selfies and trying to flirt and be cute. And I told her, I was like, hey, I waited for you all day yesterday evening. Like, obviously, you aren't ready or you don't want to do something. I wish you the best. But, like, I'm I'm done getting, you know, blown over. So, yeah. left it there. She opened it, read it, never fucking texted me. So, again, it is what it is, you Communi- know. Communication is the number one key, people. Dude, I, uh, I agree with you, though. Not only, like, the car thing. I feel like it's everything. And I don't know if it's social media or Facebook or, you know, if it's just today's generation. But, dude, everything these days just sucks it's want it's wantitis dude Every, everybody's got wantitis like I wanna... you can get on social media and say like hey a guy's got uh i mean i'll i'll even say i mean i suffer from it bad right now so like uh my boy jesse just bought the beautiful, beautiful house yeah he just got a camaro like yeah. a zl1 camaro like yeah. cool like i'm proud of him mm-hmm. but it's like damn that'd be cool if i could do that too yeah. how do yeah, i yeah, get yeah. there yeah brad gets the uh the amg i'm like that the amg is sick yeah like i love that um, I'm a big, big reveal on the podcast. Uh, two weeks, I'm going to Kentucky to pick up my new daily. It's a 2004 GX470. Hell yeah, dude! Congrats, so that's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited because I think I'm gonna do some Overland build stuff. With yeah, that, so that'll be badass. Hell yeah. Um, but it's like you, you sit there and you go, okay, well, I'm buying this. You know, it's like a ten, fifteen thousand dollar car, and you yeah. got buddies that are buying like crazy stuff. And yeah, I got buddies back home that, but it's like they worked their ass off to get to that. I point. told Jesse he needs to co-sign for me. Yeah, Jesse. Jesse has the highest credit score in Oklahoma He's City. Just, just we're putting that out there. Dude. Yeah. yeah. He grew up. He he didn't work for anything. He grew up in a white household. Yeah, he's with, got uh, oil a money. A lot of money. Yeah, he's got that oil money. <laughs> he's related. He's related he, to uh, to Bill he, Gates. I hope he listens yeah. to this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I fucking he, love him. He's so awesome. He's got a. He has a. He has a flip flop chain. Dude, he, he, yes. he, owns, he owns multiple flip flops. Bro, chains. him and J Rod, bro. I don't do Jesse, Jesse. Oh, we were talking about you were talking like chains of like businesses. Mm-hmm. I was talking about actual flip flops. No, bro, I was too. Alway, yeah, yeah, they are no. always out in fucking flip so flops, bro. Just, just letting y'all know, if you've ever raced Jesse Habel in his Corvette and lost, you lost to a guy that's driving barefoot. He oh, yeah. dr- he races barefoot. Yeah. So he slid off the flippy floppies. He slide. He puts. Them, he tells me he's like, I'm putting him in sport mode, <laughs> and he slides his flip flops <laughs> off. I'm like, bare feet. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Put those oh, put dude. those dogs away. I need to have him on, dude. We need to have a night where you, me, him, and maybe like a few other guys. I've got two other microphones, so I ain't handle four people. We need to. We definitely need to have together, a dude, have a Brad, Eugene, Jesse, Austin discussion. That would be awesome. So, yeah. do you still talk to David? Is David yeah, around? Yeah, I still talk Is to he? David. Dude. He's just he's just married now. So, oh yeah, god. You know, last one. last time I I heard about David, uh, Jesse said he was. Flying over his house to flow, throw a subway out the window. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah anytime, so David, anytime there's some pilot related thing. I got a meme I made of him of uh, with his face on JJ the jet plane. <laughs> and, uh, it's literally so. For those who don't know, David went through pilot school and is now a pilot. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, we're still trying to we're trying still trying to get free flights out of him. He's been a pilot for like six months. So, dude, the uh, the subway story fucking cracks <laughs> me. <laughs> 
Because it's such like fucking Oklahoma Southern yeah. bullshit, dude. <laughs> like it's your typical fucking Jesse outside of his flip flops and yeah. shorts with his Camaro or his vet. And, fucking I, and it's funny because if you know Jesse, you can just picture him there with his hands <laughs> on his hips and his flip flops and his cargo shorts just waiting on a fucking foot long from the sky. <laughs> Dude, he was about to carpet bomb his house <laughs> with a fucking with an Italian meatball. With a whole twelve inch. Yeah. <laughs> Take this, you piece of shit. <laughs> it's like the uh, the fucking uh, what's the show out of New Mexico where the bitch gets pissed off because people keep throwing pizzas on top of her house. Oh, Breaking, Bad. Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? Have you ever seen the fish? How they like restock fish in uh, lakes? Uh, no. Where they fly oh, the they plane over and they shoot the fish <laughs> out of the back of the plane. Yeah. That's that's literally what it is. He's just yeah. doing it with like Italian meatball subs. Oh and... my god, dude. <laughs> Uh, you guys fucking crack me up, dude. That's why I was so happy to see everybody yesterday, because, dude, our humor is just so f- fucking it's hilarious, dark, dude. dude. It gets dark sometimes. I'm like, yo. <laughs> uh, you remember, uh, fuck, what was his name, dude? It's going to drive me nuts. He was Deshaun, Day-Day. Oh, yeah. I Day-Day. love, love Day-Day. Have you Day-Day seen him? Awesome. Yeah, he's Have you seen him recently? looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger dude, he looks now. he like the yeah. chef for, like, uh, from uh, uh, like Obama's presidency. If you've never yeah. seen a picture of that guy, go look it up. The he's chef like from the, the Black Mr. Clean. Dude, he's gigantic. Yeah. Um, what was it, dude? We were all downtown. You were there. Mm-hmm. Remember the rhyme of what? It was something, something, something on, on the a, scooter. On, on a scooter. What was it? What, I can't, who I can't said say that? It. You'll get your was it was answer. it the N word? Yeah. Who said it? I'm trying to remember. No, Day said it. Day Day said, said yeah, it. Day Day said it. He, what was the rhyme? You don't have to say the N word, but I'm trying to remember the rhyme. It was a uh, something he's, something he's, on it. There's yeah, a yeah. He's, he's like he's like he's like he's like oh no he's like it's a black man on a on a scooter drinking a Capri Sun. <laughs> dude, it, it's like an old it's an old dude. meme that just randomly <laughs> popped up and he just flies by us and says that. I'm like. It was like, dude, he said something, something, Uter rhymed, and he was like, holy shit, that's a, on a scooter. And yeah, I, dude, yeah, yeah. we all started dying laughing, dude. <laughs> I forgot how it went, but dude, I was fucking, I lost my shit, dude. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> dude, I miss all of our little hangouts, dude. Yeah. We used to fucking have a good, good time back in the day. Uh, That shit absolutely fucking kills me. Um, but dude, it's awesome to see, uh, like we were saying, everybody grow up and kind of fucking move on and get settled in. And, yep. you know, I really like moving down here. Um, cause dude, I found my peace. Like I said, it's just me and my dog and my fucking motorcycle, go to work, do my thing, come back home. And dude, she's so funny. She'll, uh, she'll jump up on the opposite side of the couch, but she'll climb on top of the cushions and sit on top of the couch. But she's so <laughs> like heavy. She's, like she's a lap dude, dog. she's so heavy. They sink down. So like her butt is sliding <laughs> off and sitting on the actual cushion at Self, Athena. Athena. <laughs> she sits on the couch with her arm on the armrest. Like she just worked a nine to that's, five. That's like, her spot, dude. She loves it. She's so happy there. That's her favorite fucking spot. She's so awesome, dude. I love her so much. She's only two, two years old. You're too big for a two-year-old, dude. 140, 145 pounds. Jeez. Yeah. Look, see, there's the TV check. You saw it. Yeah. Look, see. She's waiting for that red thing to pop up. The TV's not on, so it won't, but she's fucking looking for it. Um, So, real quick, I know we got off on a tangent, but one thing I do want to ask you, um, going from the car scene, what made you, you know, especially with a domestic car that has the capabilities of turning into something high horsepower, what made you want to go over to the stance? And other than doing something new, doing something different, uh, what made you get into the stance scene and want to, you know, air out? And also what got you into air versus static and 
kind of, you know, your journey along building your newest Shelby, which is what, a 2014? 2014. Super clean car, dude. Mm-hmm. It is clean as an understatement. That is an absolute beautiful car. So the thing with this car, so the thing with the stance scene is I've I've always liked, so everything in the domestic, like especially Mustangs, Camaros, Challengers, whatever you, what do you have? Yeah. Everybody does the same thing. Everybody does the same mods. And I looked at this car and went, okay, what can I do different that I can still enjoy this car? Yeah. So people don't, People see, okay, you have a you have a GT500 that's on bags. Mm. You you can't race it. You can't go do. I was like, I track the thing. Yeah. I, I. That's one thing I was talking to Justin about too when he was on is about how fucking crazy, uh, air suspension management and air performance has gotten into everyday track racing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, so people don't know that. So their airlift's motto is track it, show it, uh, race it, or something like that. Mm-hmm. They have an entire track team. They have a time attack time attack team that wins. Yeah. That's like a super like an STI, a three valve GT, and something else. They're all on air, and dude, I can't get over her face, she's dude. So awesome, dude! I love her so much. She probably needs outside real quick, but we can yeah. keep talking. So they have an actual track team. Have you been to Grid Life or have you seen Grid Life? No, I've seen Grid Life, dude. I, I want to go, go so bad with the, the whole so drift bad. the whole drift event with a with a festival built into yeah, it. And the track racing that they have yeah. So potty break real quick. Yeah. <laughs> um, little inter- intermission. So uh, did you uh, did you start off on coilovers or did you get into? No, I, I feel I, like you got into the air scene right, b- right before it started. Yeah, getting I, big. I went from springs straight to air ride. Yeah, I've I've liked coilovers, but if I've so my my future plan is probably next year to pick up a twenty twenty plus. Yeah, I probably won't put that one on bags just because of the amount of time that Ford's actually put into the suspension. Well, on not cars. only that, but I'm sure it'll fucking ding every single sensor yeah. and fucking error message and yeah. Christmas tree light with yeah. how new these vehicles are getting. <laughs> we were joking about the swingers last night because there were some Chevy trucks and stuff. I said the OnStar rip right now is probably just mashing <laughs> the like "Are you okay?" <laughs> button <Yeah>. right now. <laughs> yeah. um, She's just staring yeah, through the window. She's just staring, dude. Um, but I feel like everybody, like everybody kind of does the same thing with these cars, especially with Shelby's. They all put them on a drag pack or they put them yeah. on a street tire. They do exhaust. They do a smaller pulley. They do intake. Yeah. My goal is eventually, if I keep this car, I want to do uh, a red powder-coated Whipple. I've kind of done some, like, I like I like to make my car different but not gaudy. There's a lot yeah. of people that do, they're like. Dude, all out, anything and everything. Yes. Yeah. Uh. The S550 Mustangs and the S197 Mustangs, like not not just Shelby's. So like the Coyote cars and V6s, EcoBoost, whatever you want to call them. They just slap carbon fiber everywhere, yeah. and I'm like, you, it's cool. Yeah. But now that everybody's doing it, it's not it's not cool. It doesn't you. Yeah, some of it's clean, but there's a lot of there's a lot of times people just kind of go over the top trying yeah. to be different. Yeah. You don't want to do that. You want to have like kind of a, a simple clean build. Dude, I've always called it OEM plus. OEM plus. OEM plus. That's what you want. That has always been my design since you, the Evo. You want OEM it, plus. You want it to look like it could have been a factory option for yeah. the car. Yeah. So and it, it's funny, so when we I went to the Make a Wish car show, so I'd lived in Amarillo twenty three years. And I had never been, like, actually had my car in that show. Mm-hmm. We had just always gone to it. So this last year, I drove the Shelby all the way to Amarillo and put it in there. I probably had about 30 people 
asked me what was wrong with my car, why it was sitting so no low. shit. Or they asked me what shot of nitrous I had because of the tank setup in the back. Uh, dude, I'm like, it's it's yeah. But like it, when people ask me if my bike's a 750, <laughs> I, bro. Wait, it's not a 750. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> Come on, dude. I thought it was oh, a 600. Gosh. I thought you stretched oh, a 600 bro. out there. Oh Jesus Christ, <laughs> dude. People do it. It's a fucking thing. Uh. There's a dude at Cars and Coffee yesterday. They were talking about the weave pattern in my center tire because obviously when we race and get on it, that that center is the main contact point. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what wears down, and you could see it. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Why does he sand down his tire?" And his buddy was like, "He doesn't, dude. It's just that fucking fast." And I'm just <laughs> standing there. I'm just like, <laughs> just standing there, not saying anything. <laughs> Why does he sand down his tire? <laughs> I was like, all right, all right, here we go. But, hey, more power to you. Yeah, more power to you. Um, But going down that show, uh, I've noticed that this car has been quite a few places. What are some other shows that you've taken the newer Shelby to and some of the events that you've enjoyed? Um, So since I've had this car, I haven't taken – I haven't been back to Mustang Week, and that's mm-hmm. something that I definitely want. I would love to go, dude. I've heard it. Dude, it, it is awesome. it is literally it not even not even just for Mustangs. Yeah. It's such a fun hangout if you have friends. Yeah. And it's funny because I, I think Sam talked about it. Mm-hmm. Is you go to this event and you're like, "Hey, you're so and so from Instagram." Yeah. Everybody just speaks yeah. in Instagram names yeah, and yeah, then exactly. you and then you slowly yeah. grow to like actually hang out with these people. Yeah. I mean, Bobby with the uh, Bobby Shirker out there. Um my boy Anthony Plumley out there. I mean, he's got a bag. He's got a bag terminator too. I mean, it's it's you start to grow with people and the community, the Mustang community, just from like people you meet at Mustang Week. Yeah, like, I got friends in California. I got friends in South Carolina. I, I think friends. that's the awesome part yeah. about the internet yeah. is being able. To that make is those the friends. coolest part about yeah. the internet. Yeah. So it's. Forgot. What, oh, dude, we should get you, me, Eugenio, Jeremy Davis, Jesse, uh, and go to like, Solo or H two O I or like fucking Texas two K or. I think H two O I is done. Bro, it is, but it isn't. Okay. They so that's, have, that's a weird thing. It's the like, city has done anything and everything they can, but, dude, those fucking European motherfuckers yeah. are like, you can't tame us. We'll dude, show dude, up the anyways. European, the European stance scene is, is nuts. wild. Nuts. They, yeah. they do not care about anybody's feelings, yeah. and they, they'll go out there with a tetanus mobile. Dude, when I was out rusted. at uh, Sowo, there were fucking hotel toilets getting unhooked and thrown off the fucking balcony, what dude. The? Dude, Sowo, that was the last Sowo in Helen, Georgia, and it was nuts. I'm so glad I got to go and experience it, but it literally looked like Project X. Like, I've got a picture somewhere of Project X side-by-side with the crowd on the street from Helen and the crowd on the street from Project X, and it looked exactly the same, dude. It was just thousands of people. Let's see. I was trying to think of what else I've been to. So I go to Lay Model Restorations meet Mm -hmm. uh, down in Dallas. That's cool. It's a big Mustang meet. Hell yeah. Um, They do primarily... Mustang and uh, like Mopar, like muscle style no, cars. No, they just do. It's just Mustang. The one you're yeah. thinking of is uh, We Are Mopar. That's okay. the Mopar one that they yeah, do down yeah, in yeah, Texas yeah. Motor Speedway. Um, yeah, they. I've been to that one a couple times. I've been to. A, I I like Hot Import Nights, but I don't like Hot Import Nights. It's kind of a love hate relationship. Yeah, because they yeah. they the way they do voting is super weird. Like they do uh, team voting instead of like an actual judges panel. Which, so, if you've ever been to one of those shows where they do... It's a popularity contest. It's a popularity contest. Yeah. And it depends on how many people you have in your group. Bro, like, we had a... Uh, I hate saying the B word, but I'm going to say it. You know what? 
Yeah, I'm just going to say, we had a bitch in Colorado <laughs> with a uh, a fucking neon Dodge Dart, dude. Yuck. Pink. Shout out Parker and she, she won uh, People's Best Choice, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm it's like sure. IFO. I'm sure, dude. I'm sure. I like IFO, but IFO, they judge on like how much stuff is done to your car, so you can just do a whole bunch of gaudy stuff and win that trophy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all right. No, I agree with you. Um, what else? Oh, I'm trying to think. Mustang week, uh, Texas 2K, of course. Dude, I want to go so bad. I think I'm going to go I'm, next year. I'm curious how it's going to be this year in Dallas. Yeah. Because Houston is slightly bigger than Dallas. Yeah. And there's a little bit – the organization that people go through that do the racing down in Dallas, not even – not the not the track stuff. The track stuff is weird. Mm-hmm. But the, the street action, how they've got, like, walkie-talkie setups and, yeah. like, hey, we're running a runner car and all this stuff. Like, yeah. it's it's – it's probably the most organized street racing I've ever done. Yeah. Um, and it's smart and it's, it's literally just in, organized and it's crazy because every year they do it and it's smart and yeah, maybe one or two, three, maybe four cars get busted. Yeah. Um, with the amount of police that they bring in for that event. I mean, they pull yeah. people from Waxahachie. They pull in people from, uh, West Texas, like Guadalupe Valley. Like it's yeah. just, it's the amount of the amount of cops that they have down there, and they still like their their ratio of like people getting caught. It's 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 nuts. Yeah, but um, Texas two K Texas two K is one of those things where it's more fun when you know people. Like if you know people in the scene that can get you into like certain events, get you into dig spots, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, Texas two K, if you've never gone to it, go to it. And I want to go, but I feel like no one's gonna race the bike. There's bikes down there. We we have. Yeah. I mean, people. There's a, there's a pretty big bike scene down there. But, yeah. Um, if you have to go to the track at least one day, I'm just to, just to window shop. Bro, it's, I wanna I wanna race like DME or <laughs> fucking T1 or. Hey, call Kevin Cox. Yeah. Kevin Cox sets you up a T1 just, race. Just their street cars, dude. Yeah. I don't need like a 2200 fucking drag nope, slick. Nope, you're, like, getting, you're getting the nah, 2500 horsepower uh, uh, GTR dude, off the Dude, I just hit. want like the fucking the thousand to like fucking yeah. <laughs> 1700 do you have any bolt-on package cars that yeah. i can run yeah do you have any like stage one yeah <laughs> around here i'm just looking for stage one races yeah yeah i'll make you a shirt but yeah dude i want to go so bad there is a, a dme just posted them racing uh fucking bike dude and like when we race mm-hmm. dude you're supposed to like get down fucking and tuck, tuck. Scoot back. yeah bro this dude hit and is like <laughs> just fucking straight standing out the entire yeah. time on his bike and i'm like Bro, it's people like that who get the opportunity, and here I am busting my ass, getting my form perfected, <laughs> fucking making sure my tires are heat soaked, fucking everything's safe to be, and I can't get one motherfucker to fucking run me anywhere I go. He's like, I'm doing my best to become a missile. Yeah. And this guy's over here with terrible aerodynamics. Uh, I did get to race a uh, McLaren down in Dallas. That was fun. That video went somewhere viral. That was fun. It was a clean ass 720 McLaren, and uh, that's probably my. That one and a 911 uh, GT3 RS are probably my favorite. Uh, Dude, I love them. They're so nice. Exotics out right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you have any shows coming up or anything like you're planning for in the future? Or are you kind of just riding um, the wave now? I know like the personal life kind of gets in the way and starts taking over. Uh, Shelby's kind of down right now, so I, I haven't really like planned. I hate planning stuff and then yeah. like not knowing. Mm, I, ha- yeah. I and I also hate being that guy. Like, hey, like go into a shop. Like, hey, I have a show coming up. Can yeah. you have it? I don't want to be that guy because. When you rush shops that are working on your car, they, go they, they they cut they cut corners on places, and you're yeah. just back at that shop. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think I'm gonna go to Keep It Clean in September up in uh, Wichita. That'll be cool. 
or not keep it clean. So clean. Yeah. So clean up in which That's been like a show for two or three years two, now, Two, three right? years. Yeah. This will be year three. I've heard of it. A yeah. lot of people were like, oh, well, I don't like it because it's, they're letting anybody in. I'm like, yeah, they're growing. They're yeah. trying to grow that show. They're going to let. Yeah, that's how it should be. Yeah. There, there's, there's a couple shows that it's like, that's my thing with stance cars is that's the reason I went bag too is I don't, I can't stand when cars are like, yeah, I'm the lowest car here. I, I look at like my fitment when your fenders look like they went through a can opener. Yeah. Like it's just. Bacon. Yeah. When you just yeah. bacon your fenders and you don't even try and hide it. Yeah. Like it's, like it's cool. It's cool on some cars, but. I like super clean, like well thought out. Like if you really think out like your offset on your wheels and then your suspension setup and even even the area you like Oklahoma roads, I couldn't I would not go static. That was another yeah. reason I was like I I can't go static low in, in Oklahoma yeah. just because these roads will destroy my car. Yeah. And if you've ever priced out a Shelby fenders, um that's another reason why Dude or uh, oil pan after oil pan after know. oil pan. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, dude, that's why when I see those Hondas and shit on the south side, and some of them are actually clean, and they're yeah. fucking having Static. to, dude, go from 30 miles per hour to fucking two miles per hour just yeah. to fucking go <laughs> around a little bump in the road and then go back up to 30. I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. I'm not that dedicated. There's, dedicated. I mean, there's videos floating around of people like loading their static cars on the trailer. Yep. And they just like Ramp launch, them. they yes, launch the car dude. up there. Yes. I'm like, what are you doing? Yes, dude. This shit's insane. And that, the caption was always like, didn't win best of show. Dude, there's a, uh, fucking video somewhere if i can find it it's like a let me see if i can find it uh it's a white fucking car dude is it the one where the bumper falls off yeah he like rips the bumper off on the fucking curb that he's going up for some reason because god knows fucking why um yeah i'm not even low and i still hit uh i hit hit any entrance at an angle. My wife's like, you're not even, you're not even all the way down. I'm like, yeah, but it just becomes a lifestyle. Yeah. Becomes a lifestyle. But yeah, dude, I know I completely agree with you. I could never, could never, ever, ever, I can't find it, but yeah, that video. Um, I know which I know which one. I think I know which one you're talking yeah, about. Because he demolishes the front yeah, and like do the front loop like it. fucking tucks, yeah, tucks in. in yeah, it. dude. Yeah, they're like all. And then they hit the quick releases yeah. and decide to take it off. Yeah. Like, dude, you had quick releases on yeah. it. You didn't <laughs> think to fucking do that before you decided to go up the the drive. Well, that's that's like my thing with carbon fiber uh, splitters. Like, dude, I so love bad. how yeah. they look, but you like bump those wrong yeah they'll just shatter that's I'm what like, sam was talking about on her episode dude she had one on the bmw mm-hmm. and she learned her lesson it like completely split on the highway and i remember demolished. that situation yeah. with that car because it was like it was a weird situation like they didn't give her the right hardware or something, something and it like wasn't that. attached yeah. properly yeah yeah it completely fucking blew off yeah dude uh speaking about carbon fiber dude i've had uh carbon fiber products my front uh fender like blow up on me on the highway and i've had a company that I probably spent like three or four hundred dollars on uh, again that carbon part basically tell me they're not going to help me with a replacement or a discount code and I've fucking went whole different companies ordered oh, completely yeah, different products because I'm like okay cool thanks for the help guys thank well, you see that's my thing is like I'll pay for a quality product but at the same time I don't like with with uh, with my body style Mustang so there's True Fiber and there's um, Anderson Composites yeah so Anderson Composites is the higher end one. Uh-huh. And, but I mean, all their pieces for my car are like a thousand dollars plus, Yeah. but I get, I'm still getting a carbon fiber weave from true fiber. The problem with true fiber is they don't really send you instructions on how to like install stuff. Yep, and you kind of have to that. drill it. Yep. Like I've got their whole center console and dash in the Shelby and it's, it's just like, it doesn't fit right to me. And I'm yeah. too OCD to have, I've, 
they just released the new deck lid for my car. So if, if you know that generation Mustang. So 11 to 12, the deck lid is kind of raised. And the 13, 14 deck lid has a curve to it. It's more flush with the body because of how they did those taillights. Yeah. Um, I bought what I thought was the 13 to 14. And then in like really tiny, probably like two point font at the very bottom says for 11 to 12 Mustangs, 13, 14 will have to cut. And I'm like, cool. Didn't know that. Yeah. So now that they've released this new one, I, I think I'm going to go go through that. That process is not fun. You got to go through like fishing line. You got to cut like essentially fishing line off the back of it because it's yep. Ford. Ford is really good with 3M tape. They love 3M tape. Yeah. They just 3M tape everything. Yep. Um, slap that bitch on there. Yeah, just slap it on there. <laughs> Maybe it'll stay. <laughs> but yeah, they. I'm, I'm kind of at a point now where I don't know everything that I want to do like looks wise with that car mm -hmm. is just <laughs> there's some pieces that i've been looking at i'm like that's eight hundred dollars what can yeah, i dude, use eight hundred dollars so on yeah and like we were talking earlier dude you get in the personal life and having a house and oh, yeah. like dude i want to buy a penske shock for my bike but also i need new tires for my truck so it's like yeah, either yeah, a grand there yeah. or a grand here like you know i can't do like 500 500 like, I, I mean dude i got some buddies that are like two thousand dollar bill i'll eat ramen for the next yeah, like six yeah, months yeah, i'm dude, like I've, what are I've you been doing there. i've been there yeah um but yeah, dude, kind of with that, uh, other future plans for the car or things that you want to see happen? Uh, I want to put on three pieces. That's definitely my thing right now. Yeah. I've got some Ferratas on it right now, but it's the way that it's a weird thing. That's another thing with the stance scene is just they, there's like an elitist level with wheels. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and I'm not saying like reps are good because yeah. I've seen a, like some reps explode. Yeah. Like, please, please stop buying odd Hans. Yeah. Please. Um, but also shout out to XXR. Shout, yeah, shout out to XXR. <laughs> um, shout out. What's the other one? Avid. The, the fake tee, the teehees. <laughs> yeah. The teehees. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, no. Odd Hon. Uh, what is it? ESR. Yeah. ESR is a weird in a weird place right now because they made reps for so long and now they make like a forged wheel, like a yeah. custom forged wheel you can get done. Yeah. And I'm like, you see people like dog on them on post and they're like, oh, but they're like real. They're like three piece like ESRs. I'm like, it's like a rep, real rep wheel. Yeah. So. Um, Dude, that's like the superhero. It's like yeah. when Vegeta goes like Super Saiyan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. Don't don't go into anime, man. We, yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll be here for like an hour and a half. Dude, that's why we need to get you, me, and you, Henyo together sometime. And then yeah. Jesse just along for the ride. Yeah, just, just, Jesse's <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. Where's my Subway sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude, no, that's badass. So it'll be awesome to see you get wheels on it and then... Um, kind of go from there dude like i said it's a beautiful car super super clean and the color scheme on it dude it always looks so good in photos like dude this shit's so baller i was so jealous when i with saw the, that with the jets in the back so everybody's like oh that's photoshop so yeah. dude that, that was right after uh yeah at texas motor speedway yeah so that was right after um lmr last year so mm -hmm. while lmr is going on uh there's an airport right next to texas motor speedway and they were having an air show mm -hmm. so that is the Air Force Thunderbirds always have to. Or is it Air Force? Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was right. Air Force is Blue Angels. Uh, that's Navy. Navy is Navy Blue is Angels. Blue so Angels, yeah, Air yeah. Force is Thunderbirds. You have them tagged. Yeah, Air yeah. Force Thunderbirds. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So the Air Force Thunderbirds were actually doing maneuvers out there where we were taking photos, and Savannah, my photographer, got. I've got a couple different shots of Dude, those, that's of those so Thunderbirds badass. flying that's over. That's literally so fucking baller right there. Like I love that photo yeah. alone by itself. That's and so so clean. I actually have a buddy in the Terminator group that his wife is or was a Thunderbird. So really? they, they moved to Vegas so she that's could actually cool. be close to the like the testing grounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Out there, fucking actually mavericking it. Yeah. Do, 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 Hell do. yeah. 
Um, dude, but that's super badass. Another thing I want to talk to you about is kind of your love and your taste for fucking heavy metal and screamo. Because I know it's that we have in common too. So, um, kind of shows you've been to and things you've seen and shows you want to go to any like shows in the future that you want to go to or anything that is coming up. Um, so I've got, I'll say, I think I've probably been to close to a hundred shows. Maybe a hundred and a little more That's than that. That's something I want to do more of that um, I feel like I haven't done enough of. Oh, yeah, dude. You got it. So my thing is, if I tell everybody, if you want to go see a band, if you got a favorite band you want to go see, go see them. Take, yeah. Spend the money. Go see them. Because you never know how long that band's going to be together. That's you never the know, biggest thing. You never know how long that the members are going to be together. <laughs> the big thing with our scene is uh, uh the pop punk uh, community, which I'm not a pop punk guy, but... Uh, all their lead singers get canceled because they're uh, uh, pedophiles or child molesters yeah. or something like Hell that. Yeah. It's like, that's super cool you know, nice. for the scene. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've, let's see. I've My favorite band, the Double Wars Prada, I've seen them 40 plus times. So it's just one of those. Uh, and I love, I love going to live music. Anytime when I was living in Am- Amarillo, anytime somebody came to Dallas, Oklahoma city or every once in a while, Denver, um, I'd go see him. Yeah, Amarillo didn't really have like a big, like I'd even say rock scene. So like my first show was uh, Three Doors Down, Saliva, Chevelle, Hell yeah, and Seether. Yeah, and this is like two thousand two. So like right when they were huge. Yeah, and it's funny because those CDs, bro, yeah, those CDs, CDs were still happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny because like right, I my first show was Three Doors Down, and then they played an acoustic set at Riverwind. Mm-hmm. Like two years ago, I'm that's like, man, that's crazy that yeah. they went from that to that to playing at Riverwind, dude. And uh, like you were saying, you never know when it's gonna be your last. So like, dude, Lincoln Park sucks. I'll never be able to see the true saw, Lincoln Park, dude. I saw Lincoln Park at the Cotton Bowl. Yeah, with System of a Down and wasn't Corn. It may have been Corn. I want to see them live. That and it was be weird because cool. Lincoln Park was like an opener. Like yeah, and I think System of a Down was an opener for Corn. Yeah. Um, dude, talking about that, I went to the uh, I Prevail. And uh, was it I Pierce Prevail? the Veil? Pierce the Veil, yeah. Dude, Pierce the Veil was the opener for I Prevail. Yeah, and everybody Bro, left that afterwards. that bitch split out right when they got I'm, done I'm playing, so, dude. I, that's literally the hill I've been dying on right now. Because yeah. I'm a big, I, like, I love Pierce the Veil, and mm-hmm. I love um, Collide with the Sky and Self- Selfish Machines. Those albums are just ingrained. So, like, you know, I'm a Warped Tour kid, so I grew up yeah. on Sleeping with Sirens and Pierce the Veil and Of Mice and Men. And, yeah. Um, it's just one of those things where I get that people have taste, but the TikTok scene is what they're calling it now. <laughs> yeah. Pisses me off. Yes. Because. Pure, Why do girl, girls yeah, only bad? No, stop. No, not falling in reverse, dude. Don't, don't do falling in reverse right now. Yeah, they, I like, Ronnie's, Ronnie's an asshole, but man, he makes good music. Dude, he's so awesome. But, I love him, dude. Do but, you like that band? Falling in Reverse? Yeah, yeah, yeah like Falling yeah. Reverse. Their new, his Horizon. new stuff, that uh, yeah. Watch the World Burn song, ooh, yeah. that song's tasty. Yeah, dude. The new, um, so uh, dude, him on TikTok, he's fucking he's wild, hilarious. He's bro. wild on TikTok. He uh, talks shit on that Birdman. He's like, we have a singing Birdman. The yeah. dude who's always up on the park bench. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. singing <laughs> fucking emo music. Yeah, because he like, looks like Ronnie, because somebody like, said he yeah, looks like old yeah, Ronnie. Yeah. He's like, he's like, all right, you singing Birdman. Yeah, he's like talking shit on him. Dude, it's so funny. Well, it's like... um. Uh, speaking of Prada, Prada is getting ready to do a headline, a co-headline tour with uh, Landmarks and Fit for a King, and I'm like, oh, I'm in there like swimwear because yeah. if you've never seen Fit for a King, would be badass. Yeah, 
uh, is here's a hot topic. Um, I'm not a big knocked loose guy. Uh-huh. I think Brian Jarris is, eh. I think he sounds like SpongeBob, but um, yeah, he. I'm trying to think who who do I have playing against C? Dude, uh, sleep tokens coming. I dude, those tickets those tickets sold out in like five dude, seconds. They're going for like three or four hundred dollars yeah, now. No, I'm yeah, good. I'm waiting until day of to see if they drop. Mm-hmm. If they drop the week of, I want to buy something to go see him. And see, and I'm trying to get on the sleep token train. It's kind of hit or miss. It's I like uh, chokehold. I like yeah. the summoning. Um, Do you know it's a black lead singer? Yeah. Did and then nobody knows who he is. He's a mystery. Yeah, yeah. he wears a crazy ass fucking mask uh-huh. and everything. Yeah, yeah. I thought that the whole band does. Crazy. The whole band is like masked. Up. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, they. That's the. That's. I think that's. It's a really good gimmick yeah. because it's like, who is he? Like, and we'll keep it, listening until we figure out who he is. The reason I bring that up is because, dude, when he's singing, like, I, I don't automatically think he's white, but I just would have never thought with like that singing style. Mm-hmm. Like, it kind of reminds me. People might hate me for saying this, but kind of like a. Uh, Sam Smith or like a Sean, like dude, just the way he he sings here. It's ethereal. I think is the word you're looking for. Is ethereal. that what it is? Yeah, I was trying to think with Sam Smith, but oh, you're think I'm thinking Sam Smith. Sorry, my brain immediately went to Sam Carter from Architects, and I was like, how is that? Like he's got that deep kind of like raspy fucking tone. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll play or not. Yeah, it might play. Dude, it's such good music. Yeah, it really is. It's People like, on the podcast can't hear, but we're listening to Show Cold right now by Sleep Token. Which is a jam, though. Dude, like, so I'm not good. completely, like, the rest of the album was pretty, it's all right. In my opinion, my boys are going to, like, torch me for this, but. Yeah, I don't know why it doesn't play um, on the podcast for whatever reason, because it's supposed to play whatever is coming out on the track, but. Mm. But kind of like that, dude. He's yeah. got like an old school, not the newer Sam Smith, but the older Sam Smith, the way he sings. Yeah. I just thought it would have been a bigger yeah. fucking white guy. Yeah. So I, whenever I saw him, it's some skinny black dude all masked up. I wasn't expecting that at all. So. Well, it's like, speaking of speaking of uh, black guys that are lead singers, uh, Howard from uh, Killswitch. Really? I didn't I, know I that. I love Howard from Killswitch. Yeah. Um, he did, you know, My Curse. He did yeah. uh, uh, End of Heartache, like. That that stuff. So it's funny. Like my transition into kind of this heavier stuff. So I grew up. My my parents raised me on Rush and Genesis and like the yeah. older stuff. And my dad was a big Pearl Jam guy. Um, so I started getting into that, and I dated a girl in high school that was like big into the Devil Wears Prada, and that's really how I got into them. Yeah. And I just slowly have gone down this road. Like I mean, I was raised on like Suicide Season, Bring Me the Horizon. So like yeah. the, the it's funny because. I never was like into the super super like heavy stuff. So like, yeah. like job for a cowboy and stuff like I would say that like the metal elitists are gonna rip me apart for half of this. So. Yeah. Oh, I'm waiting to take they're, backlash for the yeah. Sam Smith comment. Yeah. Trust they're, me, they're not heavy. Yeah. Um, but. Dude, I I uh, moved to Colorado Springs. I had never gotten into metal. I was like a huge rap head, and then rap started getting fucking shitty with like. <laughs> Little Uzi Vert and fucking Bodie or whatever his name uh, is. And yeah. It started getting bad. So I was hanging out with my friend and he's like, dude, multiple tours in Afghanistan, like fucking hard as they come. Oh, like yeah. Heavy hitter. Bro, he started introducing me to Falling in Reverse and Bring Me the Horizon and Escape the Fade. And dude, I like at first was kind of listening to it, like laughing. Next thing you know, I'm like looking these songs up, playing them more and more. And dude, now like I fucking love it. I'll get down. I was trying to think like what I get down. So like, like Prada, it's funny. The first Prada album that I that I got into was um, Roots Above. So mm-hmm. Roots Above Branches Below. And it's 
it's pretty heavy for like what I had come from, from like, you know, Chevelle or three doors down or, or yeah. Hoobastank. Like, yeah. Um, dude, fun fact. So sorry to cut okay. you off, but dude, uh, before I forget, so I used to sell wheels and parts and performance parts mm-hmm. here. Um, back when I had just gotten out of high school and dude, I had the newer drummer, not the OG drummer, but the from drummer to take over from breaking Benjamin come by fucking yeah. wheels from me. I dude. forget he lives here. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. do. That shit was wild. I thought that was super cool. So the, cause I was always playing MX versus ATV yeah. and that fucking song would come on. Ben, Ben Burley is kind of like Ronnie. He's kind of an asshole, but uh, he's, he's Benj- breaking Benjamin is just, it's a staple. It's yeah, a staple. Absolutely. Of your childhood, essentially. Yeah, yeah. But, um, so a uh, fun fact too, Hinder's guitarist is from Gaiman or bassist. Hinder uh-huh. Hinder's guitar. They played a live show outside of our pub in Gaiman, Oklahoma what? when I was in college. Oh, like fuck, a live, like Lips of an Angel and Yeah. Since they're from Gaiman, they always played Amarello. Yeah. Hinder, the Toadies, and Buck Cherry played Midnight Rodeo and Amarello probably forty five times uh-huh. in my childhood. I was like yeah. it was like every time the radio station would like, We have a new concert coming, it'd be them. I'm yeah. Like, I don't want to see them anymore. Yeah. Um, Crown the Empire is playing Amarillo in like June. That'd be like badass. end of June. Oh, yeah, I'm like, be that's that. so random. Yeah. Because yeah. Amarillo doesn't get it. We're, it's a country town. Yeah. We don't get any. Well, dude, that's how Oklahoma City used to be. Like, mm-hmm. if it wasn't country, it wasn't fucking coming. That or Katy Perry, one of the two. Oh, yeah. Katy Perry, Taylor Swift. I saw Katy Perry at Warped Tour. <laughs> Did you yeah. really? Yeah. I saw Katy Perry at Warped yeah. Tour. I saw Machine Gun Kelly at Warped Tour. Dude, I MGK saw... would be down. I want to see him. He's going so back bad, to rap. I saw that. That new song. I actually kind of like his alternative stuff, though. I'm not going to lie. Like Glass House was fucking really good. The Glass House is really good. Um, uh, Twenty Seven, I know, is slower, but that one's pretty fucking good. Five, uh, was it five thirty six six six? Yeah, that one's that fucking one's good. good. Um, uh, the 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 pop punk album he put out, the first one, was really good. Looking real quick. In my in my opinion. I know a lot of people don't like MGK in the in the metalcore scene or the metal scene. Dude, a lot of people get so fucking mad about it. I just so I think he's mad. weird, but I like his rap stuff. I like his his old like first coming up Cleveland rap stuff. It's like the stuff he did with Waka Flocka and Wiz Khalifa. That's yeah, cool. oh yeah. Uh, Downfall High was really good. Yeah, Downfall. Um, this is where I first heard him getting back into rap. He did that fucking song with uh, ESTG or SG, however you say his name. Oh, the uh, Death Around the Corner, yeah. bro. I will in the gym. Banging this shit <laughs> on my way to work. Banging this shit riding the motorcycle. Banging this shit, bro. This goes so hard, dude. Like I said, no one can hear it on yeah. the on the episode, his, but dude, we're his, listening it, to it. But like, he'll come in. It's like the hardest chorus ever, dude. When he has and these type comes of in. fast beats, are yeah, so nice. Do these like drum drill beats, like yeah. dude, he always goes off on. And I know a lot of people fucking hate on him because of the whole Eminem MGK diss battle ordeal. But Eminem, dude, he's talented. Out, he's talented. Eminem hadn't put out anything worth yeah. the crap and like, oh, bro, so good. And then right here, watch this. It starts getting drill. Yeah, if you guys haven't heard that, the uh, SG Death Around the Corner with Machine Gun Kelly is the shit, dude. It's funny that you you spoke about Lil Uzi Vert. Have you heard the new Bring Me song? The which one? Bring Me. Bring Me? Uh, What is that? It's called Amen. Dude, uh, it was Uzi or somebody. um, You said Uzi? Yeah. Uzi Vert? Yeah. Kodak Black did the song with uh, oh this just came out with Bring Me the Rise and it yeah. popped up on Spotify but I haven't slaps, listened bro. to it yet. This Does it really? It's like their old shit. 
No shit. Yeah, I was like, not it's expecting like, it's, this. It's like a mix of no uh, fucking of, uh, there's way. There's a hell suicide season and uh, uh, sin paternal. Dude, I did not know that. I saw it and I saw the cover it's and I chorus. was like, "Dude, that shit's dope. I like it a lot." It's a vibe, dude. I uh, I saw this on Spotify. It popped up this morning when I started. I'd like mow the lawn and listen to music and shit. And uh, I saw the cover and I was like, "Bro, Bring Me the Rising just came out with another soft ass fucking yeah. like." No, dude. They'll do like low file, lo fi kind of like alternative that's stuff. Why that's why they're getting so big, is because yeah. they're they're what they're doing now. All these other bands will do two two years in the future. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because when they did, uh, what was it, Amo? There was like a softer album. Everybody like gave them crap about it, and then yeah. everybody two years later was doing an Amo. Dude, I I love Bring Me the Horizon. Their live orchestra performance. Oh, the the uh, live at um, uh, was it in Australia? Is or? It, no, it's at Wimby. It's yeah, at, it's at dude. Wimby Hall. My favorite fucking live performance I, yes, ever. Yes, the dude. Avalanche. At the Avalanche anybody, live. Yeah, out of anybody, absolutely favorite. Yeah, dude, I'll have to go add that in my Spotify playlist. I was not ready for that. Um, well, dude, we're at about an hour and 35 minutes. I got one last question for you. Okay. Um, so Falling in Reverse is coming to Oklahoma City Zoo Amphitheater on July 18th. Do you have any plans? July 18th? On July no. 18th. Who are they with? Because they're coming with somebody else that I was wanting to see because of their... Because the Bad Omens, Bad Omens is coming to Dallas. Dude, I want to see Bad Omens. If you go take me with you, please yeah. let me know. I will buy a it's ticket. Sold out. I want to get. Oh, tour, yeah. They're supposed to come out. to Oklahoma City, too, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, no, they came with uh, Godsmack. They were here already. Were they really? Yeah, I missed that it was one. for Catfest. They were here for Catfest with Godsmack. Um, so here it is. They are playing on Oklahoma City. There's two dots uh, Slaughter to Prevail and Ooh. Crown the Empire. Yeah, that's who it was. Slaughter to Prevail slaps. It is on July 18th, which I think is a Tuesday. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'd be down to go to that. Cause, uh, so I already have both of the tickets. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd be down for that. if you're down to go, let's go. Okay. Because uh, I've already got both of them. They've gifted to me. So, oh, nice. Um, a friend of mine that was originally going to go is going to Mexico. Nice. Uh, she great. knows I'm into Falling in Reverse, and she just fucking transferred them to me. and was like, here you go. So I'm like, damn, dude, I got one ticket. I know I'm taking one. So when we started talking, I saw your post about heavy metal. I was like, you know what? I'm going to see if Austin wants to fucking roll up to Falling in Reverse. So, yeah, July 18th, it's a Tuesday. But, yeah, I'm good yeah dude, if you're down, I already got the ticket. So I'm you don't got to buy that. anything. We'll just fucking go. Sick. And, the show will be badass. So uh, I haven't seen Falling in Reverse live ever. I've so this will be my first time. Two times? I saw them with uh, – they opened for A Day to Remember in 2018. That's dope, dude. I saw them at Oklahoma City. Yeah, if, you, if you've Theater. never seen A Day to Remember, and, and Super if, you, good. if you go and see them, try and see them inside. For some reason, their acoustics are always a lot better when they're in, like an inside venue. Yeah. Because we saw them at the Criterion, which is not my favorite venue. but Dude, it's so small for the artists that they have. It's so small. So small. And – Paramore played there, bro. Paramore yeah, I know. played there. I know. We hey, that, so everybody said it was nut to butt, and it smelled like fucking oh, dude. bo. Don't, dude, don't get me started. Were on you me. there? Yeah, we went there. No but shit. So the second time we saw him, we yeah. went. Haley and I went to Haley, uh, my brother, and his fiance at the time all went to uh, when we were young fest in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, craziest venue I've ever been to. Yeah. Um, but that that show was like the epitome of like what TikTok has kind of done to the scene. Yeah, is because there were people there that you could tell they had never been to a concert before. Like, yeah. why are you like, why are you so close to me? Why are you like pushing into me? Yeah. Why do you touch? I'm like, because yeah. we're literally shoulder to shoulder right yeah. now. Yeah, and it <laughs> it didn't help either that it the 
the two big stages that they had right next to each other had uh, like a data member performed, Bring Me the Horizon performed, Seosin performed, yeah. uh, Paramore came on, and then MyCam played. Um, and I'm so glad we got to see MyCam then because mm-hmm. I know the tickets for the Oklahoma City show were like $600 for my I'm like, that's yeah. that's why I've always liked my scene too is because on a like financial standpoint is – you can go see your favorite band for like 18 bucks. Yeah, it's nothing crazy. Like yeah. tops 40. 50. Yeah, like, like yeah. tops 40. Yeah. But it's like, and it also depends on where you go because cri- that's another thing about Criterion is if you want to get a drink at the Criterion, dude, it's oh like $18 God. for yeah, like dude. a regular, like a beer. Or that that venue, I love what they're doing, but mm-hmm. they need to upgrade like real soon. They need real to, soon. They need to either make it bigger. They need to, because ter- there's that building behind it that uh-huh. I don't think is anything in. They need to just like widen that whole venue. Yeah. yeah. But dude, because they'll set up the merch tables and the merch line goes the merch from goes, line, line dude, goes into the crowd, into the crowd, <laughs> into the stage. Yeah. It literally goes from uh, almost where the entrance is all the way back into the crowd because there's like probably fucking twenty feet, thirty feet, yeah, if that. Well, that that's a big thing with the Criterion too. That's been a big. It's it's a big thing not just with the Criterion, but there's a lot of venues that so with merch sales they charge. Like you can go to a, you can go to like the Diamond, go to the Diamond Ballroom, and you'll pay twenty five thirty dollars for a band tee at the merch tent. You go to the Criterion, it's forty five fifty sometimes yeah. with some of these bands like Paramore. Like none of their shirts were like cool enough to spend that type of money. Yeah, on. I'll be be honest with you. Yeah, and they were like fifty sixty bucks. Yeah, well that's because the Criterion charges a tax fee on every T shirt sold. I they believe sell, it. They charge a tax fee on everything sold, whereas the Ballroom doesn't do that. Well, there's yeah. a lot of venues that are are doing that now just because they. Yeah. They're trying to recoup from COVID times. Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they need to do something, dude, because I, I love that they are bringing major headliners into our mm-hmm. city, but, dude, it's getting fucking too packed in there. Well, Way too packed. There's a there's a venue, a new venue here called Beer... Beer City. Beer City. Beer City. So there's Also a, super fucking small. So there's a rumor going around with them is the people that bought it that have... They have money, so they just go and just throw money on top of like what a, what like something like 89th street if you've ever you ever been to a show at 89th street mm. love that venue um it's really small but it's also like it's tight like it's you just can the acoustics in that in that building are great so if you go to uh like beer city it's too small but they've thrown some so much money at it that they're bringing like sleep tokens playing there yeah that venue is not big enough for sleep token. no uh no. knocked loose played there and uh, my buddy Brady went and he was like, dude, we couldn't even move. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's, it becomes almost, it almost becomes like a fire hazard. Yeah, like you, absolutely. Yeah. You don't need, you don't need that many people. Yeah, on, dude. Uh, that kind of a beer, space. beer city is probably as wide as my living room and kitchen. And then from here to like the garage. Yeah. They like, made dude, it. It's, it's, so it's like small. everything else, all of the venues that are right there on, yeah. on was that 23rd or 10th? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. It, they're all like really small venues. Yeah. So, yeah, I love that the scene's growing, but yeah, they definitely need to work on that. We yep. need to fucking like the uh, Coke Center or whatever that is. That's now oh, ranch, the, the, the cowboy ranch. ranch one. Yeah, yeah I don't that, know why. I don't know that, why that's not. That doesn't need to be a club. That needs to be the a venue. They need venue. to switch. Yeah, they yeah, need, absolutely. Because you could fucking make that work. They yeah. need to trade off. I'm gonna put both of them in DMs and be like, Hey, yeah. you guys need yeah. fucking yeah, y'all need places. Y'all need to switch. We, let's figure this rent out. And then but we'll cross um, it. dude, it's awesome having you on. I'm super excited. We got to sit down and chat, especially catch up and get to know each other a little bit more. Um, what are some of your socials or places that people can follow you and keep up with you? Um, if you, I'll be honest. Yeah, Facebook's kind of like my family thing. Yeah, yeah. I just I have it just to keep in touch. If you want to see like the car and stuff like that, go follow SVT Austin mm-hmm. on Instagram. All one word. All one word. All no one underscores. Word. All lowercase. Um, 
that's pretty much it. I've I've been mulling around the idea of doing a YouTube thing, but that's yeah. once I get the car back and yeah. Dude, she's just ready to she play. She's losing D- her mind. Yeah, dude, she's got her giant ass rope out. Bring it here. Let me see it. Bring it here. Let me see it. Grab the rope. Let me see it. She's ready. She's <laughs> bored. She's been sitting here for an hour and a half. Just listening to us talk. She's ready to go. Here she is. <laughs> dude, she's so awesome. I love her to death. Um, but here, take that. Grab that. See if you can. <laughs> yeah, you can't get, get you can't get grip on this tile. Yeah, dude, she's slipping. But yeah, everybody go follow Austin. Keep up with him on IG, dude. Thank you for taking the time to come down here. No problem, man. And dude, we'll go kick ass and have a good time at that yeah. 18th show. Go see Paul and reverse on them. I'm looking so, forward to it now. Yeah, that'll be badass. So um, everybody, thank you for listening. Uh, episode five. And as always, we will see you guys on the next one. Peace.